podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash realchronicles. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome, everybody, to Real Chronicles, brought to you by realtonkick.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with Gaius and the birthday boy, Louis. Yay! And Yay. for this week's episode, we found two schmucks on the street to join us today. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Is it just because of the Jersey thing that, you know, we're out? Okay. I find you guys guys outside the Prudential Center trying to scalp devil's tickets. They they wanted money. They said, I don't got no money, but you guys could be on a podcast. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Very good. That's funny. Yeah. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Well, uh, we run a podcast ourselves called Movie Confessions. Um, I go by Ben. I go by Jay Fry. Philip Jay Fry? Yes, very good. You get the joke. Yay. Yeah, like how many people we had explained to that? People like, what, what is that? Like, uh, is it uh, your parents that not like you or something? Yeah, or like, <laughs> is that your nickname? Or why do you go by that? No, it's because I like the character Philip J. Fry. And I just go really, uh, the whole name, if he spells it, it's John J. Fry or something like that. So thank you for joining us today. We'll have a uh, Thank episode. you. Yes. Uh, I know we're a few weeks away, but today's episode we're going to cover something that a lot of people hate. Not just the remake, the horror remake. Mm. So we're going to kick in off our month month full of horror this week with a little chat about the horror remake, what we think, what we like, what originals are better than the remake, what remakes are actually better than the original. So we'll have a good discussion on that. But before we get started, there is also some film news that we always have to discuss. Um, Kingsman released this week and of course as always lou has not seen it i had other priorities you watched that megan whatever movie yeah, listen why do you gotta <laughs> give away the priorities though <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna kept it ambiguously <laughs> yes you always watch you always watch the wrong movie <laughs> it was a pretty good movie i guess it's certified and rotten i guess yeah very good movie so uh, kingsman is not certified uh, not by cert- the way it, you know what's funny before we get started, I was actually like surprised how low it was, and then I went to look at what the first one was. The first one's only at seventy four. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I actually didn't take what the like, I read a few reviews, and like some of the reviews weren't like totally like scathing. They weren't like horrible. They basically was like some of the complaints that I had about it. It was like it was too long, and that's, and, that's pretty much yeah. where that's pretty much where I get. I guess we can start. Like I am with UG. I was I was entertained for the most part. But I thought it was ex- not extremely, but a bit too long. Like they could have cut at least like thirty minutes. Well, that. dude, usually I look at a runtime before I go see a movie, and I didn't for this one. And my buddy had to go back to work, and I was like, "Look, I took my phone out at one point, and it was almost two hours." And I was like, "Dude, this movie's still going on." And then I checked; it was like two hours and twenty minutes. Wow, that's not even right. Jen, it's like Jen, really, Jen, really, Jen Ben, what do you guys think? Did you guys think it was too long too, or? Well, um, before you know, we give that. I actually read a thing online that the original cut was said to be around four hours, and that he had to cut a lot of the material. Which uh, I do want to play into something we're going to bring up in the film in general. But I mean, for the most part, um, I didn't feel it. I mean, I don't know, maybe because I was invested in say, like, okay, where is this going? Who are they bringing in? How are they doing? For me, I was like, okay, I'm kind of enjoying it. I mean, I could see and feel why it's long, but I don't know. I'm getting that they're not like it's going from point to point to point like okay we got to find this thing then we got to go here then we got to go there so uh, that was just me 
I thought it was perfect enough. They hit all the points. I like the character development. I like where they were going with it. Um, I thought it was all right. Did I have some problems with it? Yes, I do have some problems with it. I mean, but. I I think like the, there were so many things. Lou, when you watch it, mm-hmm. there's like forty five subplots. Okay, there's so many things going on. Like some someone has amnesia, and, <laughs> and like there's like a uh, um, Eggie admitting meeting his girl's parents, and then you have uh, a subplot of someone maybe maybe not turning heel. It was just like so many things going on, and then Julianne Moore's. I had a very big issue with her, uh, her layer. Okay. I don't know if you guys thought the same. Oh yeah, I loved her. So I, I got to see that. I got to see all her stuff at Comic Con, and like I, I, I love, I like, uh, I loved everything about her. She was and... funny. She was fun, but like I, who's not noticing that dude? <laughs> like, no, that's true. That's true. But yeah, that's true. Like, you're trying to find someone's hideout. I mean, who's not noticing that? And then there's a... What do you guys think about the musical uh, musical appearance? I don't want to, like... Oh, the, oh, oh I, the, I, I love it. I'm not going to spoil the musical appearance? Yeah, well, a lot of people... Apparently, a lot of people love that. So, like, I went on Twitter to see what people thought about it, and everyone thought that was great. I actually thought it was great, too. I, I, I thought it was funny. You guys like it, too, Ben, J. Fry? Yes, I I loved it. I fell in love with it. I was all over it. I was like, yes, yes. It, it was just kind of. It had its moment where it was really funny. So. Okay, it looked yeah. like a funny movie on the trailers. I mean, it's it's that shit over the top. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's entertaining throughout. Yeah, but, yeah. It's very entertaining. I mean, fast, like we're talking about how long it is and stuff. But yeah, it's 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 entertaining. I wasn't bored. It's pretty it, much. But a, I definitely felt the length. It's pretty much a campy 007. They do that, and then obviously they kind of go back to what, say, like with the current Bond films where they can't have like the gadgets and whatnot. They're they're having fun with it, but in some way I feel they're being aware of the fact, like, yeah, we're being over the top and we just don't care. I agree. Right. I'm with you on that. Can we talk about, um, you know, even though they kind of heavily promoted the whole, like, using the statesman stuff, there like, certain people on that squad weren't even in the movie that much. Yeah. Think- <laughs> um, that... I was going to say, if you don't mind me cutting in, I think when I mentioned with the runtime, that's where it's like, okay, there probably was a lot more with certain characters. Like, obviously, you know, there was, uh, I don't know if this goes into territory, but I think, you know, one I'm thinking of in particular, where it seems like one character, you see him, and then he's just shoved out until, like, literally, like, later on. Yep. Right, exactly. We're all, we're all talking about the same person. Yeah, they're very misleading in their uh, promotion. Gee, when you were at Comic-Con, did they... Kind of make it seem like that particular person was in it more. Yes, they did. Okay. So they, they so at Comic Con they showed that person's big scene, uh, okay. and then um, they talked about him a lot, like as if he was in it a lot. Um, I would have never guessed the way they were like kind of talking to everyone that uh, is it Pedro Pascal was it the the, mo- the most out of all of them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they kind of set it up that he this person would be in it more and he was not they i mean they did use certain people a lot i mean they i mean not a lot but like holly berry was used a lot more than the rest of them and uh she was fun yeah she was fun and uh but yeah i i would have liked to see more of that i mean they kind of especially at comic-con they promoted that a lot they were like really promoting the whole like statesman stuff and how like you know but they I was surprised that they didn't use some of them a lot more than they actually did. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I mean, this 
we have it that pretty much was around the same time length, and I barely felt anything. And then this week we have um, Kingsman, and you're just like, I mean, I was looking at my watch a few times. I was like, okay. But it was it was still entertaining was though. Fun. I was still I, it was fun. I still had fun with it. Like I would I would still recommend it to people to go see it. Yeah, and then like on Twitter, on Twitter too, it seems like fans of the original seem to like it. Did you, Maybe not as much as the original, but they seem to still enjoy it. Is it making money, or is it? Uh, uh, I'm trying to look at box office right now, and uh, I came in at 39 million so how, far. How did it do? I think 30. Wow. It's still That's crazy. In week in week three, yeah. I mean, it it dropped what? It just dropped now fifty percent because it was at sixty last week. Yeah. All right, so that that's good. And then uh, before we move on to our next topic, G, definitely a big shout out to you for your Gossip Girls uh, post this week. We got a lot of. Oh, those, those are entertaining. I don't think we got a lot from it. Everyone hates Vanessa, and that's good to know. Except oh, whatever. G. I actually got a text from a friend of mine. That read your your uh, Vanessa defense article. Yeah. He's like, she's like, he lives in California, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's got to be fucking her because no one defends Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, you got something you want to tell us? I'm telling you, G I is wish. low key hitting that. I guarantee you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll be complaining. Dude, don't, dude, I do have friends that know her, so I'm like, I'm Jessica Zor adjacent. There you go. <laughs> there you that go. Has to be it. That You're trying to get it. Jessica Zor parallel. Man, she don't even care about Gossip Girl anymore, though. No one cares about her, man. Whatever. Um, yeah, I had I had fun writing them, though. I'm glad, like, my friends really enjoyed reading them, too. They it made them, like, some of them wanted to go back and watch it again, because they hadn't watched it in, like, years. And probably the last time we'll talk about uh, Mother. Well, I doubt it. I think this will probably be the last time, because it doesn't look like it's making any money to stick. Hey, it, it dropped less than 60%. Oh, 56.7. <laughs> um, guys, I know Jay Fry and Ben haven't seen it, but Aronowski, you, you guys know that the film received an F on Cinema Score. Yes, mm. I, okay. I knew that. So, Well, I didn't know that. Aronowski actually opened up about it. I have the, uh, the quote here. I want to see what you guys think about it. Oh, boy, this should be interesting. Oh, boy. So he said, what's interesting about that is, like, how if you walk out, uh, if you walk out of this movie, you're not going to give it an F. It's a punch. It's a total punch. Aronofsky said during his Q&A, I realized that we were excited by that. We wanted to make a punk movie and come at you. And the reason I wanted to, uh, wanted to come is because I was very sad and I had a lot of anguish and I wanted to express it. Filmmaking is such a journey. People are constantly saying no to you. And to wake up every morning and get out of bed and face all those no's, you have to be willing to really believe in something. We're basically holding up a mirror to what's going on. All of us are doing this, but the final chapter hasn't been written, and hopefully things can change. And to go back, the fact that it's going down right now and things are really falling apart in a way, that is really scary. So. Well, well, um, you know, I've said it on our podcast. I'm not the biggest fan of Rotten Tomato, and I'll say it right here. I don't agree with them. I don't like what they're doing. Uh, and I and I'll say when I saw <clears throat> when I, before I got my tickets for uh, Kingsman, I saw the comparison from Fandango's you know user re- rated score and uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. There was a big difference. Well, I'll cut you off and ask you on this one. Why do you hate Rotten Tomatoes? I I just think it's damage. I mean, it is sort of damaging. What people like, you know, because people believe that more than anything. 
And what they say, like, it's like one of those, like, what Rotten Tomatoes says, I should not go. And it should be, like, what your friend says. So if your friend says, it's like word of mouth, right? But I believe you should always see it, no matter if it's bad or good. Go go see the movie and go, or buy the movie on Blu-ray or whatever. Well, Just see it. I agree with you that everyone should be entitled to their own opinion as to whether they like it or not. But I think, I mean, I I'm, I think G and I talk about Rotten Tomatoes more than anybody on the show. And I think Rotten Tomatoes, I, to me, it's a great thing because, yeah, you have the left side that looks at, I think the left side, the, tomom- the thermometer, as I call it. Oh, God. Is for... Tomato meter. Tomometer. <laughs> The, it's, it's not going to become meter. a thing. It's a fucking thermometer. It's a tomato meter. In David's world, it is. So I think like people that are really into the at the deep aspects of film, they'll look at the thermometer and be like, okay, so critics are looking at this and viewing it as a seventy or eighty or ninety or whatever. But then to like you were saying, J Fry, like you have the right side, which is the the fans, like you have or just people. like yeah, just people who saw it. Yeah, you have casual fans that just want to comment on it, and the ratings are always, you know, different. So I think it, it, it's good for both. And the fact that people don't really understand, I, I'm, I'm not saying you are, but people don't really understand that Ron Tomatoes aren't the ones reviewing the movies. Ron right, Tomatoes, exactly. I think that's the common misconception. Ron Tomatoes is a group of critics from different websites. Like, I have a, I have a buddy of, of well, Lewis, and, and I know someone that... He has a website that he's a certified Rotten Tomato critic, but he's not, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is not, he's not writing for Rotten Tomatoes. His website gets linked and got, you know, in, in the year, hopefully we'll be there too. Our reviews will be linked to Rotten Tomatoes and that's how the, the rating goes. And I think we right. have a, a confusion about like, oh, Rotten Tomato gives everything web, uh, bad, bad ratings. And I'm, I'm um, to use an example, a friend of the show and you got uh, Jay Fry, you know him. Uh, Ryan, he's been on the show uh-huh. before. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah. He always shits on Ron Tomatoes, but he really does, I don't think he understands the fact that it's not Ron Tomatoes giving these reviews. It's the fact that it's a aggregate of critics from different websites just giving their opinion on the movie and writing their reviews, and that's how they get their percentage. So I think it's done in a fair way. I think sometimes the people, like I give, like if we were to give a rating out of four, which we do on our on Real Talk, and we give a 2.5, that's technically rated as a, a rotten score. So I think in terms of that, maybe they're, the way they, you know, rate their, you know, they take their ratings, maybe they should change. But I think Rotten Tomatoes is, is doing better, is doing good for the business more than negative. I mean, I hate can that you, the embargoes are longer than they used to be. Can you guys, oh, don't, well, don't get me started on embargoes. And, and even for TVs. I don't know if you heard about the. I know. I. It's the. There was a bad and uh, a longer embargo on Star Trek Discovery. I heard about that. Yep, there was. I heard about that too. And I mean, G G for for like one, he's like our TV guru. So, and the same way, I'm sure he'll probably agree with me on this. Like, the longer the embargo goes, you know that's gonna suck. Yep. It's usually a bad sign. Yeah. If you <coughs> if you hold it until like a day or two before the movie comes out, our TV show premieres. I mean, in the, in the end, yeah, it's affecting box office for bad movies. But is it really? Because if bad movies are people are not going to go see bad movies, maybe we'll get less of them. Well, can you think of anything like offhand that has a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes, like a movie that you really like that is certified rotten on? Not, not really. Like, there's movies that I like more than than 
than Rotten Tomatoes, but nothing that I like can say, "Oh my God, it's amazing." Like, I well, I mean, I, I mean, I love the horror genre, so most of the stuff on the horror genre on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is yeah, by Rotten. I think they've, <laughs> they've become more fair with their horror genre in past years, though. I think I don't know if well, you guys like, agree. for the mainstream like horror the movies. <laughs> if you guys agree, I don't know if you guys agree. Like, well, like the prestige horror film gets like a a really positive score, and then no one sees it. <laughs> it's well, that's true. I mean, I think early horror movies, like me and you, you, we talked about Halloween all the time, and Halloween two is really low on it. I guess I, I, you know what, I would say like I would agree with you on that. G, I take it back. Horror films for me are probably like where I would agree, disagree the most with Rotten Tomatoes. I know, I know, Jay Fry. We debated this. His <laughs> his love for like Suicide Squad is like. Um, I, I changed my mind on that. Please don't, don't change it. It's don't not, change it's, it. Oh, it's not that bad of a movie, man. It's not that bad of a movie. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, Louis, it's not good. All right, I'll, I'll say it again <laughs> on here so everybody knows what I'm saying yeah. vocally. Uh, theatrical cut. Ugh. Extended cut, tried to fix it. Tried. A little bit better, but... Yeah. <laughs> especially fixed Harley and Joker. That's especially what they fixed. Oh, yeah. They did. Ben, you're kind of quiet. You're like... That oh. movie still made money. Listen, everyone's <laughs> having, like, their massive discourse. I don't need this to turn into, like, a, 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 like a rowdy debate where everyone's, like, screaming on top of each other. Come <laughs> on, come on! All right. It'll be, well, like, no, it'll be like The View. It's cool. Oh, oh wow! What a comparison. <laughs> the view. Oh, can, oh, can, can I? Can I? Uh, can I just say right now, Lou? Yeah. You're Whoopi Goldberg. I was just about to say I'm Whoopi. <laughs> you are Whoopi. You're like our moderator. Like everybody, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, like, when certain movies come out at this point, <clears throat> depending on how bad the thermometer is on on the movie. Tomato meter. Lou's looking. Let him have it. Let him have it because they, everyone has their their their. their thank course. you, thank you, Ben. And Tom, thermometer TM. Lou, Lou, yeah, I'm gonna have to trademark that shit. Uh, Lou's giving me that stank eye. Like, stop fucking saying that shit. But like, what? Well, um, Maybe you think tomato, tomato. So that's th- the thing people often go by. So thank you. give him that. Thank you, Ben. Would you stop? Stop. <laughs> I give you stop I, employing him. You know what? See, this is what happens when we're off the air and not recording. You know what? That's Just funny. continue on because I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a. More discussion about tomato tomato. It's yeah. not high school people. So, like with um with Batman v Superman when it came out and the reviews were what they were. I mean, I had very 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 like low expectations from the beginning because I hate Snyder. Okay. But when the yeah. reviews came out, I was like, oh man, is it really this bad? And then I sat down and I was like, it's really this bad. It's yeah. like it just so. I mean, I to me the thermometer for the most part is. It's pretty consistent, like around like eighty, eighty-five percent of the time. Uh, well, me not giving a damn what the hell Snyder was, so I didn't have any hatred towards him. Uh, the first time I watched the movie, I was like, "It's okay," and it just doesn't it doesn't get better from there. People that hate him, though, he's made good movies. He's made two good movies. G. He made Dawn of the Dead, which was good, and, and Watchmen. Watch- That's it. And did Watchmen. Watch- Watchmen, really? I like, I like Watchmen. Watchmen. I like Watchmen. Okay, I'll give you. I I I, I, okay. I love Dawn of the Dead. I really do. That's like one of my favorites. I and mean, come on, can't you at least say like three hundred? Okay, no one was taking anything seriously. So okay, here's the thing: like I, I don't like love three hundred. I'll, I'll even like count you. that as like one of his good movies. It's, it's well made. So yeah, I'll give it that. So yeah. like, he's not like a total hack. <laughs> and I, I mean, I mean, you guys get on me because I didn't hate Sucker Punch, so it's no, fine. Sucker Punch <laughs> is terrible. Sucker Punch was bad, man. 
Don't uh, bring up Woody Harrelson. Uh, let me let me let me oh, just say. Let God. me just say. Don't it, bring okay. up that movie. No. Gets, all right. Um. What what did it? When I wanted to see it, it's like okay, dig the concept, but did they have to go the the Inception route with that layered story? It would have probably been fine if they would have just said things like, oh, instead of like this, the girls could have just been abused in the asylum, and then they could have went into that alternate reality. No, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna be edgy and complex. And I think that's one of the things that pol- that's polarizing about Snyder. The fact is, is like he can have these intriguing ideas. They're just not fleshed out as they should be, which is exactly. what I would say is the thing with Batman v Superman trying to throw everything into the mix thinking okay well, it's gonna much, be how much of that is his fault i mean how much does it come down to like the writer and like all the other stuff and then like studio <laughs> interference and all that stuff too like i mean like uh, but this is the thing i mean i i even recall when that movie came out batman v superman it wasn't he regaling like oh my god i'm so excited about this this and that's like i don't think anyone who has like have a passion wouldn't exactly say well the studio did this and that because if if I don't know if you guys had followed like that the the stories around the time that Warner Brothers were giving its directors carte blanche to do whatever they wanted with the films, and it wasn't until things kind of was like oh Batman v Superman is not looking too good. Uh, is there anything we can do about it? Or oh my God, Suicide Squad. Uh, we need to go back and fix it. Uh, we got to figure out what we're doing because we had no idea that we were doing something. So it just seemed like for the most part, it's like yeah maybe they could have they did have their 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 hand into certain things, but it seems like it was too far along. That then at the last second they're like, no, stop, don't do this, don't do that. It, as what I saw with the stories and with how the movies have kind of turned out. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the hands in the cookie jars have really affected. Me. I mean, next, look at look at Justice League. I mean, we we saw a, a post from uh, Ryan Johnson about uh, Star Wars finishing everything. Posts, everything is done. Okay. Last Jedi's in the can. We're good to go. Fucking Justice League's not done filming. Still yet. filming. Joss Whedon can't work magic overnight, guys. Movie coming out like next week, though. The movie comes out in about forty-five minutes. I just, I just yeah. can't, can't, I can't, it's, can't live in a world where I have to diss something that Joss Whedon made. Oh God, we're getting. A it's gonna be like one of those. It's gonna be like one of those movies back in the day where like the director is gonna have the the digital hard drive in his hand, right, and bring it up to the projector, right. So um, they talked about this a while a while ago or a little bit ago, but is Joss Whedon going to get like a director like a, like a sure. credit he like sure as apparently the film's going to be co-directors co-directed by him? So I mean, it looks like it. It seems like he's redoing the fucking whole movie. Right. This reminds me, G horror horror uh, horror uh, tidbit on this one. This reminds me of Halloween Six. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna get a producer's cut. Exactly. <laughs> like they've redid the entire movie. And then, you know, the, the... Well, you know what? The one thing I heard that they were reshooting the most is that they were adding more Wonder Woman, which could be good. Well, yeah. I mean, that is good. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. We got two months. Because I, I don't even think they knew what they had with Wonder Woman. I, I don't think they knew until it came out. No, they had no idea. I actually... I mean, I said it, I said it like, on one of the Facebook pages a few months ago before Wonder Woman came out, and I was like, all right, so Wonder Woman's probably going to be really good. But don't get everyone should not get gassed up that we're gonna get like this is gonna bring back life into the DCEU. So. Yeah, I'm not stoked for their other movies. I, I really don't care about Aquaman or The Flash or. I, I mean, I'm kind of excited for Aquaman, and the reason is for the director directing it. That's oh, yeah, the reason. Want, yeah, yeah, that's the only reason. Like, I'm like looking, I'm like, uh, but 
I'm excited. The one I'm excited for is when they get to it is the Green Lanterns and the Green Lantern Corps. Like the whole, like when they explain everything. Are they doing that? I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it was rumored. It was, I mean, I, I don't know if it was rumored or concrete. Well, they did mention, if you remember from the trailer, like no Kryptonians. No lantern, so it's like, yeah, you, you kind They're of... They're hinting at it. And, yeah. it's, and it seems like, you know, they kind of want to say, like, okay, we, we want to really give the fans what they want, and technically no one really liked the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, so... Uh, don't bring that up, please. That, that, that never happened. I love Blake Lively. That, Lively that... <laughs> wow, it seems oh, like everything kind of goes back to... Um, <laughs> does everything seem to kind of go back to Gossip Girl at this point? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Not? Gossip Girl episode <laughs> part two. If I, if I can, if I can, I can make it work. I can make it work. We could. And and who's in charge of DC um, Universe now? Uh, for DC Films is like, Jeff well, Johns. they're... Jeff Johns, yeah. You know he's wanting to do a Green Lantern film. Jeff Johns he, will... I think he wants to keep... Sh- I, I think he wants to write the ship first because he wants to keep right. his job. They 100% need to write the ship because is, like if you're... like The franchise that's working for them the most right now is Wonder Woman and they have Batman and Superman, that's kind of telling. Well, all right. I will cut you off on that and say there hasn't been a Batman movie yet in this universe. I know, but well, ba- Batman, Batman was in a movie and it didn't work. Well, that, I get you, but Batman's still the most profitable DC superhero. So I think once he released well, most well known yeah. of okay. yeah. once he well, they, well, Dave knows which one I've been waiting for. That's oh boy, happen. it is gonna happen because oh. they winked at it. Is the Wonder Twins? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man, that would be. Uh, you know what I want to ask since we have two new people on. Uh, how do you feel about uh, not using like you know how they have Ezra Miller playing the Flash in the movies? Like, how do you feel about them not using the TV okay. show people? So, right. Someone, someone has some strong opinions about that, so he's gonna <laughs> comment. So. As as somebody who wa- who's been watching the Arrow universe, right? Yeah. Since the like really like yeah, the, me too, man. The third like season one ish, like episode three. Uh, I, 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 from what I saw, like that little bit, I think it was the little bit in yeah. Suicide Squad. I'm like, okay, he's all right. And then the trailer from J- Justice League. After that trailer from Justice League, I said, not my Barry Allen, because now we got to see a little bit more of what he, you know, can give. After like what uh, Grant, uh, Grant Gutson Gutson. has done, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. This, the TV one is my Barry Allen. Sorry. I'm right. not trying to say, you know, eh, boo. I want to see what he has in Justice League. I want to see Justice League. But from, you know, I think the guys on the TV universes have done it great and amazing. Right. And, like, my thing is, too, is, like, just from a purely from a marketing standpoint, if you have a built-in audience from a TV show, and it's purely, like, those shows are popular. Yeah. Like, I don't get why you wouldn't capitalize on, like, bringing them in to the movies because that would bring in that audience from the TV show. Like I don't get why you would recast it because I, I mean I, I guess like it confuses the casual person going to see it. Like if I'm watching, if I don't know anything about this and I watch The Flash on TV and right. I go to Justice League and then see a totally different dude playing him, I'm going to be confused and I might not like it. I mean, I agree. The thi- yeah, it's 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 some it's definitely that. I mean, I'm just adding this as a, as a note, so I don't know. Maybe the fact that the one of the main pr- people behind like the Arrowverse, Greg Berlanti, actually did produce the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. So right, maybe yeah. it maybe that's like you know what you have your TV stuff. 
we have other people to do that. So it's not that we don't want to bring your people in or something like to me, it could be like a whole politi- political thing inside there. Yeah. And their but, TV is doing so much better than their movie. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say that. Isn't it funny? He, you know, he gets demoted to TV and now the TV audience is taking off. It's like the biggest thing. They have their own con the whole bit. Yeah. I was at that con like, last week, by the way. I'm jealous. I yeah. wanted to go. It's quite small. It's supposed to be small. And well, it, my friend it, went to the one yeah. in London, the Heroes and Villains thing, yeah. and he said he had a great time. It was, you I know, will say, for someone that, I mean, G, you did San Diego, I'm doing New York in, in, in a week and a half. I can tell you this, like, this is so relaxing because you don't have to deal with, like, all the traffic with moving through people. The panels are pretty much on the main stage, so if you don't even get a seat, you literally, it's in the middle of the convention, so you could just stand and well, watch the panel. Well, their, their panels at San Diego, like, they were all in the same room on the same day, and they were pretty popular. Like, I mean, like, the CW kind of had all their shows in one room, uh, except for, like, iZombie and stuff. That was, like, the day before. But they had Riverdale, Arrow, Flash, yeah, Legends of the Morrow. Riverdale. <laughs> like, <laughs> they had them all on the same They had them all on the same day, and, like, each show that got introduced, they like more and more people started like filling into the room. Like, you know, when I thought Legends of Tomorrow was packed, then like the Flash came out, and then like the room got even more packed, and then Arrow came out, and the room got even more packed. Like it was a, they're they're so popular. Like that's why I don't get why you're not like capitalized on using them for like other right. stuff beyond TV. And they and actually Stephen Amell and a couple of the actors wanted to do a poll. Like I think they sent you to the website and they were thinking about doing heroes and villains on a cruise. Yeah, oh, that would I be saw, good. I saw that article the other. That would be interesting. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted. I would actually want to do one of those. I mean, it's. I would recommend Jay probably if you if you can go next year when they do it. I mean, it's pretty cheap. It's only like twenty bucks for a day. We did the but the VIPs. Uh, they do a sale early in the year. That's like. You buy one, you get one free for the VIPs, and you got a you got a special line to meet everybody that is a lot less crowded than uh. Right, I gotta I gotta I gotta secure my my ticket uh, earlier, but the one I go to now it's the east the east coast one. Dave knows about it, yes, and and they got somebody who writes one of the Star Wars books that I want to get his signature for, with it, which is uh, Timothy Zahn. Nice, and they're getting a lot more shows. Yeah. So, I wanted to actually touch base on something before we get into the hard debate. So, last week I got into, the Emmys were last week, mm-hmm. and I got into, and G, you were involved in this, I got into a little debate with Ryan about, uh, he thinks that there should be a, a special category. A special category for, for shows super, like, for uh, superhero shows. Like sci-fi shows. Sci-fi shows or superhero shows? Well, like genre shows, like like you you'll never see like the Flash or Arrow get nominated for like best drama because ever. Not. Um, but they're good though. They're I mean, good. like they're good. I mean, it's you know what's funny is that like I played devil's advocate on that conversation, and like if you go on like Rotten Tomatoes, like I hate to bring it up again, but like some of those shows like the Flash or Arrow have better overall like ratings than some of the shows that get nominated for best drama or best comedy at the Emmys. And I know they're getting graded, babe. They're getting graded on, like, a different scale, I guess. But, like, they're still good shows. And I made the argument, because you said, like, they don't really have that with the Oscars. But, like, you know, they have, like, best animated film at the Oscars. And, like, maybe they should have something that celebrates, like, genre shows at the Indies. Yeah, 
so they get some love. I mean, it was kind of cool that, like, Stranger Things and Westworld got, like, nominations, but they sure as hell weren't going to win. Well, I think West... I actually thought Westworld had a very good chance of winning. I I never did. I, I They don't, like, they... They like to invite them to the party, but they don't want them to win. I mean, I think there's a come up with. I mean, look at Stranger Things, and look at. I'm glad they got nominated, so that's a step in the right direction. But I, I'm under. I'm under. I've always been under the impression with under the feeling that like, I hate participation awards. And yeah, show can just be good and let it be good. We don't need to give it awards if it's not deserving of awards. If shows are better, that then let it be better. Like why? Well, I mean, I, you know. <laughs> I you know I you know I love me some Buffy and uh, Buffy never got nominated for somebody that's considered one of like critics considered one of the best TV shows to come out in like how many ever years it was on so like they were actually proud that they never really got like Golden Globe or Emmy love because they were like we don't need it because we have people that love the show and like See, that's surprising you know, the fact that it didn't get any Globe love because you know how the Globes are always and the, oh well I got Sarah Michelle Gellar got nominated once okay and so then and, uh, and then um they actually uh. The Emmy that the Buffy got nominated for was for the episode Hush, which has like no dialogue, pretty much. It got nominated for best writing. The irony there. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say but like, you know, like, but like you know, a part of me is like, hey, like we can have the Flash, we can have Arrow. Those those are our things. Like people love shows like Riverdale. They're not going to get nominated for anything, but like we know they're good, and that should be that only thing that matters, really. No, that's true. But I think I think some people want recognition for those shows because they are, they are good. Yeah. They and are. they you know the recognition is the renewal of, of the following season. There you go. <laughs> that's all. That's all we get. That's all that matters. <laughs> but um, like I mean, I'd rather sit down and watch Arrow, or The Flash, than like watch the fucking Crown. <laughs> the Crown. Oh, you would. <laughs> I I actually I actually watched it myself. I actually it's not every episode, but. There are one or two episodes that I was like, okay, that's interesting. It's funny. The first thing is, um, if you want, if you want to bore me to tears, then you will have. To <laughs> and I, hate, no, no, and I hate period pieces. I hate them. But this is this is not bad. I still watched the first few episodes of the crowd. But um, it's funny because I, I, when I was arguing with Ryan, he was like, I said what I said, and the first thing he was like, but what about Game of Thrones? And I'm like, well, Game of Thrones wasn't eligible this year. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm happy to see Westworld got recognition. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't win. And they're not. Gonna I mean, win I guess next year because Game of Thrones is going to win next year. So, well, Westworld's not even going to be up because they they don't have anything airing right now. I mean, Game of Thrones is probably going to take everything next year. It's the last season, so I think they're. Gonna I'm kind of happy that fucking Veep won't be eligible either because I'm tired of Veep winning. Even though I've never watched it, I feel really bad that I probably should watch it or something, but like. Tired of it winning every year. I'm tired. She's won six straight years. Yeah, I mean, good for her. I mean, good for Eileen from Seinfeld. But I don't like. <laughs> I, <laughs> good for her. But like, I like because I love Blackish, right? And I love Atlanta. And I was like really hoping that Atlanta or Blackish would win like best comedy. And like, of course it wasn't because Veep was there. I mean, Donald Glover. Like, the fucking Daniel Day Lewis like comedy shows. Yeah. <laughs> Don, uh, Donald Glover got some love though. Yeah, you know, he got what was it? Best directing or writing or for directing, uh, directing. Yeah, and then he won uh, best actor in the comedy, so that's good. Yeah, so at least I got some love. Yeah, have you seen Atlanta, Dave? I need to see it. You do because it's, it's not even, so good. It's, it's really good. I told you go to your FX app, man. The whole season's there. I'm pretty sure. Oh, are you promoting the FX app? <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is sponsored by the FX app. <laughs> You oh. can watch Atlanta, American Horror Story. It's about it. It's about <laughs> it. I, I, I love that we have a good uh, way into our next topic. 
Gee, good good job. American Horror Story. I'm, oh, I'm done, good. I'm done already. I didn't even, even mean to do that. I'm done already. <laughs> Guys, have you seen American Horror Story? I haven't seen anything past the first episode. I, same I, here. But it's just like, I, I like it generally, the, see, the the show in general. But after the first episode, I'm like, I think I know where it's going. But I just, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to invest well, in season. Well, I gave the premiere a good review because I thought it was actually a good premiere. Like, I thought, but, like, episode two and three have just been, like, a lot. Ben, and, like, it's, 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 not a lot in a good way. It's a big fucking clusterfuck. You really don't know what's going on, and it's, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say much, but I'll spoil and it. And it's, like, it's reflected in the ratings, too, because the ratings aren't as good as last year. Like, I mean, like, I think, I, I think taking the election and, like, kind of using it as a backdrop for this season is going to be really detrimental, because, like, you're going to have people that... A, want to, like, be entertained and watch something and not have to think about what's going on in the world, like like me. Yeah. And then you have people that probably support what's going on in the world and not going to watch it because, you know, why are you bashing what I'm trying to support? So, like, there's two different audiences that kind of, like, are going to tap out. And the fact it. that the show really doesn't have anything to do with the election anymore. Right, wow. exactly. Well, that came and went, really? It was the first episode, pretty That's much. it? Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's still, it's it's still kind of there. It's still in the background a little bit. But it was more heavily used in the premiere. So, I mean, if you guys want to watch, watch. But I, I, it's, it's pretty much over for me. And that's what American Horror I mean, Story seems to do every year. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with that show because, like, sometimes I love it and then sometimes I just flat-out hate it. As, as somebody who has not only seen the first episode from the first season, right? And what got me off about the season, it's the whole, it's something different each year. Like That's what got me. Oh, you don't like the, you don't like the anthology. Right, I like I like the concept for people. Like, hey, that's you. You want to watch it? Go ahead. Right. I like the connection. But as somebody who's going through uh, the 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 American Horror Story haunted house pretty soon, uh, uh, I'm going to enjoy that. Well, I mean, I, I kind of am with you a little bit because like uh, that that show really hasn't topped its first season at all Not like in the, in the in the in what how we're around season seven now i think yep. and it hasn't and it, it's come close like i love season three a lot i like coven a lot uh but it really hasn't topped its first season at all and i kind of wish it would continue that story a little what, bit what out of everybody who seated who what was the one what was the one season that made everybody go wow this is like the best one they've ever done the first one yeah the first one probably season one yeah yeah it's definitely the first one I mean I'll say like when it came to like first one yeah and then when it came to the asylum one it was intriguing but like would you say is it mostly the fact with the first one they generally tried to go with more the horror atmosphere and then with the later seasons it just went its own thing like oh asylum was supposed to be somewhat of a like a mental like psychological thing and then the the right. like each season has a, like a theme now like whether yeah I mean for so, me I think one of my my biggest issues like I feel like they mid season they always switch main storylines like for for example like with Freak Show I was all about Freak Show for the first like six episodes and then they kill off their best character on the show for the season and then they just went in a completely different direction. And I think that's the big, the biggest issue with the show. I think they always consistently do that. Every season outside the first one really goes in a different direction. Some some big thing happens in the middle of the season, and then you just you know go off in another direction. Like their their narrative never stays consistent. Right. It always like I mean that happened with Roanoke last year. Uh, it uh, yeah, it's true with Hotel. 
like it, it, they really kind of like you think you're going one way and then like midway through they like kind of like dump certain things and then start up with something different and it becomes frustrating as a fan if you're watching it because you invest on what the first six episodes give you and then you're supposed to like all right we're gonna hit reset and we're gonna have to reinvent and What's, yeah, and what's crazy is that they know what their fan favorite seasons are. Like, everyone loves season one, and then, like, season three is considered, like, second to that. Like, people like Coven a lot, because it was fun and less complicated. It wasn't all over the place. It was pretty straightforward. I think that show gets, like, so... it. And, like, my friend calls American Horror Story, like, a clusterfuck. It's always a clusterfuck. There's, like, so much stuff going on that doesn't always make sense. Yeah, I mean, like it's its ratings are so good for cable for a cable show, and like it's a popular brand. And like Ryan Murphy, I mean, like he pretty much has a house at FX. Like he, because of American Horror Story, he was able to do like American Crime Story and Feud and all that stuff. So they they're gonna keep giving him what he wants. And, and Lou's gonna open up a house next to him with him promoting the FX app so much. Make sure you go. I actually went just went on it, and I forgot Snowfall's on it. And uh, is that good? Wow, I heard it was, it. it's very, very. Have you seen Snowfall? Very good things about that show. It's uh about the like the basically the beginning of crack cocaine in America. Uh, right. It. Oh, that show. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm stoked for American <laughs> Crime Story though for when the next year. When uh, next year, man. They oh. they actually like they. So I watch a lot of like true crime TV. I'm like that guy that like watches like uh Discovery ID. But they actually ran like a small like. 20 second trailer on one of their shows and it looked from that 20 seconds it just looks so good i can't wait for it it's gonna be so good and i'm so glad that they did Versace first instead of katrina because they were gonna do they were gonna do hurricane katrina first and uh i don't know they said it had to do with like effects and like recasting and stuff but i think they realized how much like traction they were getting from even promoting versace that that would be a more popular one to go with safe to say they're gonna run the emmys next year Oh yeah, it's definitely limited series. It's definitely killing that. It's a wrap. But um, yeah, our main topic for today. Main topic time. Yeah. I know Lou, Lou hasn't said much. He's like, I'm holding all my quotes. All the no, you're holding all your love for Halloween. For Halloween. And I'm so mad. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, Lou's like, and I can't wait to like throw you away. <laughs> wow. Lou has <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna do the same thing Jazz got on the Fresh Friends. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the horror remake i mean it is taking st- taking the world by storm these last few weeks yeah and it's like it's a great movie it's one of my favorite of the year it's one to me i've told g and i said it on the show it's, I, to me it's an all-timer of what it did for the horror genre but remakes aren't always great yeah i mean now, i would say 80 percent of the time they're not great now the horror remake really picked up in 2003 with uh, one of G's faves and probably one of my favorite remakes too, the, the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. But before that, it's a good, it's, it's solid, dude. It's solid, it's solid. Uh, but before what that, is? we had, um, we had, we had, well, <laughs> I was gonna leave that one for last. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we're we have uh, the Fly, which is one of my favorite horror films, and then there was even a remake of uh, Night of the Living Dead in 19. 19- 90s too so the horror remake has been around for a long time but before we get into like what we who we like what movies we like about it do you like the horror remake as a whole or do you have a real big issue with it Lou, you can well 
Or Jafar, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, well, the thing is, is like, if you think about, like, say, when it was The Fly by David Cronenberg and from those other horror remakes of those days, it was a different time where people were kind of thinking, oh, my God, he's going to remake it or they're going to do something different with it. And that was what I think the mindset was back in those times where it was like they were going to do something ingenious and new and people were willing to take that risk. Whereas when you look at the horror remakes now, it's like, okay, yeah, they're going to try to do something new. But like with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when that came out, it was like, oh, my God, it's like. We're getting so much darker and grittier and it's going to be more gorier when, if you even look at that film, I don't really see it being that too gory, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it just seems like they had a different mindset back in those days when, you know, you had certain directors, certain people who were attached to it. Like, um, even then, John Carpenter's The Thing. That, right. again, that's, a good, that's a good example. Yeah, and again, I think even back then, people weren't really seeing it because it was all about the effects and they didn't get the, the, the commentary or the allegory of the original The Thing. But still... People were kind of like, wow, knowing what Carpenter is, look what he did with this and how creepy and inventive it was. And now, as I see it with when it comes to a majority of these remakes, brand recognition. That's the only thing. And there really is no thought as to what can we do different or how can we give what the kids want these days, as I'm kind of using that phrase. So that's how I see it. It's like when it came to say, you know, I'm assuming the thing we talked about, it was like, OK, they're able to do something with a property that they couldn't do previously because of obviously what it was, whereas now they're going all out and they're going to go as far as they can to try to go the level of the material. That is, that's like my two cents on that matter, uh, Jay Fair. I mean, it's not like some are good, some are bad. It's just like, why? Like, I'm in that boat of like, why remake something that's good? It's like them remaking Scream on TV. It's like, why why do it <laughs> why i like the show oh no i like dave i like the show too in a way right but then like how they do like so, the one season how they did it i was like why like the first season was good right and then the second season like what are yeah, you they're, doing they're, they're completely revamping it for season three that's what I heard. It's go, it's things. it's getting yeah. it's getting more urban is the best way to describe it. <laughs> you're you're good to go. Scream <laughs> no, in the hood. No, it is. They were trying to like they were trying to like describe how they were doing it. Ricky. So like, well, what's funny is like because like on my Instagram page, I like I post for them like promotion their promotional stuff. So I get like sent certain things early, and like one of the things that they sent me was the breakdown for season three, and like. In a roundabout way, they were just trying to say that it was going to be edgier and like, mm. but they without saying it was going to be urban. <laughs> but then I'm reading the cast, and I'm like, these are all like black people, dude. Is I was just going to ask, is some of the is one or two of the people coming back, or that no, ever no, been no, ever? They're totally like, and it sucks too because uh, I mean, I mean, if you guys watch the show, like I was there was there's room there was stuff that we could have gone with for season three after that season yeah. two finale, and they're not going to do it. They're like, it's kind of getting a trial run. It's getting six episodes to kind of see how it works. Right. Like, um, they, did, like they did for the season two. But they're completely revamping it. I mean, Kiki Palmer is going to be the star of it. Like, that's kind of where it's I'm going. I'm not excited about that. No, I'm not a big fan of Kiki like, Palmer. You don't like Kiki Palmer? Not really. What? Not really. Queen. <laughs> Not, not even her earlier work, where at least it's like, oh my god, she's kind of like a child, whatever, and then when she progresses... <laughs> You're like, I still wasn't into her. <laughs> yeah, no. If I wasn't into her now, like, her child stuff is not going to do it for me. That's not going to convince me. Wait, who? Tyga is also going to be on screen. And I'm out. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> who else? 
Oh, no, uh, Tiger is on it, and uh, oh, RJ. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm RJ out. Tyler, I think, from Power Rangers. The uh, remember, remember what the I Blue said Ranger? here about like when you have a rapper in a horror movie or a horror project. Hey, wait, 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 wait. LL Cool J was in Halloween H2O, and he was and perfectly both of okay. Was in Halloween Resurrection. No, no, was he just acting at that time? He was perfectly okay. He was fine. And Busta Rhymes. And no, I, I, I can't nah, support Busta Rhymes. Can't support <laughs> we don't support no, no, no. I can't support LL Cool. I mean, his stuff was funny. He was reading like his romance novel to his wife that we never saw. Like it was cool. It was funny. Oh man. All right, G. What's your take on the horror genre before we get, kick it off? Oh, uh, the remake. I'm actually okay with. It. There's certain things like, uh, I mean, there's certain movies I wish they wouldn't touch, and we'll talk about it later, like Halloween. But if it's something like. You know the house in sorority row, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna remake it with sorority row." I'm like, "I'm fine with that because like some of those original movies aren't like great, and you can maybe approve upon like what they were doing or trying to do back then." Uh, so I'm not like opposed to it because like some horror remakes have been really good, and, and you know, like and I'm perfectly fine with it. But like you know, to me, taking a classic and remaking it, like you, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, like. I don't think there's much you can do to improve upon what was already great. Yeah, that was like I kind of agree with uh, kind of everybody said, but no, you don't. You love Halloween. I don't. Love- well, first of all, when did I say I love Halloween? You silly goose. Gee, when did I say I love Halloween? You said you strongly liked it. <laughs> no, I said I I, I didn't mind you the said whole you backstory. Grow your hair out like baby. Wow. Myers. First of all, I grow my hair out. It's not gonna look like baby Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. No, what I was saying though was. As far as like the remakes we got now, now that they're kind of hitting on our generation stuff, it's kind of like you could see that they're like uh, I forgot who said it was. Um, as far as like the trademark value of it, yeah, uh, they're using that and basically just off the name and kind of stealing something that we grew up with for the new generation. And it's like you guys. Like it's really telling how like little original ideas Hollywood has now, which we all know, and it's kind of just like ruining the original movie for everybody. And I don't so. think it's just the horror genre with the remakes. Obviously, all of Hollywood is all about the remake now, but I think horror genre gets it the worst. Yeah, exactly. Like, They're the ones that get hit the most of it. I mean, like there are a lot of movies that we didn't need remakes for. What's like, your what's your at, at the top of your head? What's your least favorite horror remake? Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Same Nightmare on Elm Street. I would say the same thing. I want to say that, but uh, I also hate the fog. Oh, God. Oh. I hate the fog. Hate it. love the fog. He loves the fog. No, no. Now, what, what are some horror remakes that like people tend to not like that you actually thought were okay? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, people like that, though. I think people uh, like that. People, that like people didn't like that I liked. I'm not going to say Halloween because you guys are apparently I don't, look, swear no, that I love this movie. I'm not with G on this. I no, you should be though. Yes, I know. I'm with you on you know, this, but you swear I'm I love throw, it. I'm gonna throw Carrie out there because I didn't hate it. I know some people don't like it, but I thought the remake was okay. She was too pretty. mostly because of the actors. I thought Julianne Moore was really good, and I didn't mind. Uh, why am I blanking on her name? But like oh, the main, yeah, yeah, I didn't mind her either. I thought no, it was actually she was too decent. pretty though to play Carrie. Man, I don't think so. No, she wasn't. She was fine. I mean, you think about it. Like, uh, Sissy Spacek was the original, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that was kind of how it was back in the day, where you yeah. know that kind of look was there. But then with with um, Chloe Grace Moretz in this one, it's like, okay, um, we we, we kind of need her to not look too frumpy in some sense, because what 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 are again? I'm using this blankly because you got to think in the head of a studio exec. Okay, what do the kids look like? Okay, well, it's not that they look like total crap. You know, they try their best, or they don't just sleep. That would be the best idea. So it's kind of just someone who doesn't know exactly what it technically looks like to make someone who looks beaten down, downtrodden, all that thing of that characteristic, if that makes sense. No, it does. So, but, I mean, when it comes to Carrie, it's like, you know, it's just that we, um, I mean, it was fine with the actors, but, again, that was a horror film in the sense that, yeah, back in the day, bullying was bad. I mean, it still is bad now, but it's like... Oh, yeah, it's bad. I think that's why I liked it, because I I feel like, like, it seems... I mean, I guess it's always relevant, but it seems very relevant in this day and age, too, where, like, it seems like a lot of that is going on still. <clears throat> so I kind of, like, that part of the story I actually thought was resonated really well. Like, if you're going to remake something, it should be, like, relevant to what's going on today. And I actually thought that that part of the story really resonated for what's going on in today's world. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, some people aren't going to enjoy it. Like, I have friends that absolutely hate it. Uh, but I thought it was pretty well done for what it was. And outside of um, loving the original with some of these movies, like especially Halloween, did you find anything, G, G, J, Fry, Ben, Lou, we already spoken about it, did you find anything about these remakes, especially Halloween, that you may have liked even a little bit? Halloween. I mean, I I really can't say because it kind of goes back to that thing of like you know, what what is it that the audience wants? And for some reason, it seems to be like oh, they kind of want to see the violent deaths a la Saw, or they kind of want just all these jump scares because something's gonna land with them. I mean, uh, the, when they came to the originals, yeah, they use like the subtext and the commentary to kind of use the horror film as the backdrop to that, like to have all that there. Whereas now that's, it, I see that as being lost in the sense of just like the, the style over substance thing of like, we got to just make sure it looks good and everything looks great. And pe- I'm pretty sure people will catch on to that when it's like, y- there is a way you can finite both things. You can have stuff that looks good, but make sure the commentary and or the subtext of things stand out. I think, I think you're giving people too much credit, sir. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's that. Well, he goes all over the place, but well, you, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, are we? Um, is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Just so I know, is it the one where the the cousin helps him out? Right. That's one with just spoiler. Okay, that one. That one, I I kind of like, and I don't like. It's like I kind of like it for the story and how it not not I should say structure, just like how it you know like story-wise and flows and characters right yes that's a movie that's all over the place right and i agree with everybody like oh come on really but i just like the story of it i love the trailer oh the (laughs) if you you weren't if you weren't completely sold on them remaking it back then because i remember when i heard about it and i was like oh that's a horrible idea and i forget i can't remember what movie we went to go see but i remember that seeing that trailer for the first it was actually halloween Oh, was it really? No, it wasn't. Halloween was 2007. It was another. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, oh, but I remember Freddy versus Jason. And oh, yes, God. right, right. Yeah, oh Jesus! The trailer was the trailer was during Freddy versus Jason, and I remember me and my friends were just like, "Whoa!" If you weren't sold on it, you were completely sold on it by then. Like that was a one of the best trailers I've ever yep. seen. I would. 
totally agree with you. That trailer had me. Oh, even it being yeah. a Michael Bay production, then the, the <laughs> turned me off. I was like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah, From the director, Michael yeah, we Bay. We all know I, how I feel about Michael Bay, but like that trailer, whoever well, cut that trailer deserved like 50% of the cut. Yeah. Of the movie. So the, the reason the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake works for me, like, is because, yeah, it pays homage to like the original in certain ways, like the way it's shot and like all that stuff, but it also is its own entity. It's not trying to completely copy the original. And I think that's a big thing when it comes to making these remakes like it, it can't be a complete like you know in the case of like psycho a shot for shot remake of it because like you're basically going to take something that's great and then it's going to show that it's not as good if you kind of like copy it completely so like Texas Chainsaw Massacre did a good job of being like all right we're gonna like there's gonna be little nods to the original but this is our own thing and I think that's why it works and looking I mean, looking at it like when it comes to psycho Psycho is more than a horror movie for me. It's a feature. So, I think Psycho might be the worst remake of all time. Any disagreements there? or? Uh, yeah, it, as of now, I can't think of anything else. Does anyone nah, like I it? agree. Does anyone like it? Nah, I... Oh, I it's crazy because there's some good actors in it, though. Man, Lou's giving me that look like he's about to say something. Lou, do, do, do you do like you it? Think, no, no, I, do I, not like I, do not, I, don't, I don't like it, but I don't know if we could call it like a remake in the sense because it's, it's literally <laughs> like just literally a reshoot with new actors. Was that Gus Van Zandt? Yeah. yeah. He was, was that, he was, was, he, was, right he, was feeling, he was feeling high from Goodwill Hunting and he thought he could do anything. Yeah, the studio's <laughs> probably like do whatever you want. You just basically made a movie no one thought was going to make win Oscars. Dude, there's some good actors in it too. Like, I don't, I, William H. Macy, Julianne Moore, Viggo Mortensen, Vince Vaughn. Like, Who was I don't know how you... Huh? Who was Beagle? I haven't seen that movie in a while. He was uh, Sam Loomis. Okay. So I, I don't know, and 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 H was Marion Crane. So I don't, I don't know how you went completely wrong with it because like it's like some good talent there. I just, you know, maybe just something you shouldn't touch. I guess maybe I love Vince Vaughn, but maybe choice of Norman. Yeah. We love Ant- me. You love Anthony Perkins' performance. And- yeah, it's like one of my favorite. Same here. The performance of Norman Bates is so... Look at Freddie Highmore. You care about that show because of Freddie Highmore, his performance of Norman Bates. But if you lose... If you have no, like... If there's no, like, care for Norman Bates, there should... There's not to be a care for the movie. And I think Vince Vaughn was just playing... Vince Vaughn trying not to be a comedian. Exactly. Didn't, didn't work for me at all. Now that, I mean, it's hard to remake a, look, a masterpiece. Way, he looks really weird in Turtlenecks. He does. But it's really hard to remake a masterpiece, and it's kind of like... Man, you like no, Halloween, though. I do not... What is the, when did no, this start? No, no. <laughs> when did this start? <laughs> okay, okay. What do, you, what do you give Halloween out of 10? Out of 10? Yeah. I would give it like a 6. Oh, that's way too high. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. I love the movie. It's a tragic 2 with what it is. <laughs> a tragic 2, not a solid 7? No, no, no. No, it can't even be a solid 7. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, I don't, I, I, what, what do you like about it? Oh, all right. Wait, me or Lou? Oh, both of you. I don't know. Well, I like, it, I like his look, <laughs> and I, I wasn't that turned off with the backstory. Ben, j do you like that remake at all, or is there any? Is it the Rob Zombie one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go first. Uh, I'll go. Um, I, I, R ratings, I mean, regular ten, 1 out of 10, it's like a 5. Yeah. Our, our, rate, our, our rating system 
it, I would say uh, DVD uh, matinee DVD rental. Okay, that's what I would say. Like it's like go see it in the afternoon. Like if we were you know reviewing it right now, or you could wait for it on Blu-ray or DVD. You know, go ahead. Um, I I don't know. I think this was after like I, I forget. I know he did House of a Thousand Corpses, and I was like, okay. I mean, someone as fucked up and crazy as Rob Zombie, maybe he might do something with it. I mean, I don't know. I was I wasn't really keen with the whole backstory part because it's like I don't know. Like, do we really need to know? Like, oh, he was like this like tormented child in some sense, and was like had these bouts of rages, or if I can recall even what the hell that backstory was. But, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I guess I was just kind of like, eh, it's, I don't see anything wrong with it, but I just don't know, I don't know what to take of it, in a sense. It's, 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 it's just there. Like, it's Rob Zombie's thing, so it's like, oh, how Rob Zombie would have wanted to see the movie, which is, I yeah. guess, what he was going for. But, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm not into, like, how Rob Zombie does films. <laughs> I don't know. I know that was uh, what Gian Davis said. Uh, it was, like, just too white trash, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like the oh, first hour yeah. of that movie is, like, we're, mm. <laughs> I think it white, just like, I think quote unquote white trash was offended by how trashy <laughs> Rob Zombie made them, and that's like a staple in Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, and that's why I can't. I was certain. Yeah, the first. I mean, and then the last thirty minutes is just like a rush, like remake of the whole first movie, like the whole original Halloween, basically. But like, I, know, I, I can definitely find something that G loves in Halloween. And what? Daniel Harris. Oh, Daniel Harris. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Daniel Harris for sure. There you go. I was like, that's the only thing that made me happy that she got to be because I knew how much she wanted to kind of get back in that franchise and like you know. And so I, that, that was the only good thing that he did was bring her in. That's why I got the two. That's why I got two. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with. And that. then like fr- from the simplest terms too, like I didn't even like the characters. Like you're supposed to like Lori, right? Like you should care about her, and yeah. she's just as bitchy and annoying as her friends. Like she's like there. There's no one to root for in that movie at all. Yep. Except Michael. No, I ain't rooting for him either. <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- I think he lost all cred when he killed Danny Trejo. Yeah, man. I think <laughs> I think Zombie in interview said that he wanted he wanted that kill because he wanted to show that Michael was merciless and even the guy who took care of him all these years, he would even kill. But man, there was no reason for him to kill him. Nope. Like, no... yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Well. Thinking about it like that, because I'm just starting to the intercut. But what about like um, the second one? When would you say it's similar to when he when Michael kills Octavia Spencer in that thing? Like, oh come on, really? Did you have to go that far, or the merciless route, a merciful route? I mean, the way he killed Octavia Spencer, it was. I don't remember. I don't remember the second one in the remakes. Oh, the second one is like the very definition of hot garbage, by the way. Yeah, the second one is trash. It's so bad, especially how he pretty much did the entire original part two in a dream sequence in the first like. 15 minutes of the movie. Wait, he did the yep. whole part two as a dream? Well, no, no. Like, the first 15 minutes, you've seen the original Halloween 2. Yeah. It all takes place in the hospital. In the hospital, yeah. The first 15 minutes just takes place in the hospital. Okay. Which is kind of similar to, like, the original uh, Halloween 2. But after he kills Octavia Spencer, and you find out it's all a dream. Who's dream? Yeah. Laurie's dream. Oh, my God. So Have you seen it? I've, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't remember it at all. I know I've seen it. Do you want... Yeah, if you yeah, want, if you want to know my like top, my top two most like like my friends say I give a look after I see a bad movie. Those like the, the top two theater experiences we're seeing Halloween <laughs> and, then, and then Halloween two. <laughs> there you go. That that must have been fun. And then our we all unanimously said Nightmare on Elm Street is horror, just 
awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've said this before. I've said this before. If you see Katie Cassidy in a horror remake, it's not going to be good. Because <laughs> she's in A Nightmare on Elm Street, she's in Black Christmas, and she's in When a Stranger Calls. Shout out to it's just not going to be good. Shout out to Katie Cassidy. <laughs> the horror remake queen. Not queen? Not queen. Not Princess? Queen. Not <laughs> Princess. I mean, she's been in like she's been in a bunch of awful ones. Was it Jennifer Lawrence in one, too? Uh, the House of the End of the Street is the yeah. only one I could think of that yes. she was in. But is that a remake? I think no, so. I I don't know. Are you, thinking, are you thinking of Last House on the Left? Yes. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence wasn't in that one. It was uh, some other chick. It, it was definitely some other chick. <laughs> I think yeah. it's safe to say. Wasn't there... Um, I mean, in early, early 2000s, thanks to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we had so many remakes in the early, the mid-2000s, right? Uh, Amityville yeah. Horror. We had Amityville Horror. We had the... the Which is bad. Cur- courtesy of Michael Bay, nonetheless. Oh, so he knew. This is like the Transformers money. Yeah. This is the yeah. money that, that you, uh, helped him get Transformers. Out. There you go. Amityville Horror? Uh, I thought it was whatever. It was yeah, it was cool. Nothing. Yeah, 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 it was, was, I, was, I actually think it's better than the original because I, I don't even think the original is that great. That's exactly it, where I was going to go. I don't even think the original is that great either. Yeah, but the trailer, the trailer for the remake of Anvil Horror was good. Yo, that's it's probably the same person that cut the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, show. it's probably it's probably <laughs> is. it was. I it got me. Can we find out who that is? <laughs> who? The trailer so we can give him money or yeah, we can, we can, thank him. We can have him do trailers <laughs> for the podcast weekly. <laughs> <laughs> make make amp that up so much. But yeah, you were saying J. Fry or Ben? Uh, Go ahead. Well, you were saying something about what? Oh, for the uh, no, I was I was saying that I love the trailer for Amityville Horror remake oh. with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and I think it, when when you think about it, like yeah, that like the original, I would think like you know that one just moved so slow, and there was a lot of character thing. There wasn't really essentially horror horror until the ending bits of the movie, and even that was kind of like okay, we get it. Whereas this one, it tried to really bring in that horror aesthetic there. Which would you say? Okay, maybe certain ones could be forgivable if the fact like the original could have been approved upon especially with what we can do now that's true true yeah, actually you know what horror remake i think actually improves upon the original and I, I don't know if anyone else agrees but i actually love the remake of the hills have eyes i like I it too love it. i yeah and, i i vaguely remember the original but that one is like you know what they just they on it and was it west craven kind of involved with that remake yeah, yeah. he produced it yeah, he was. but he was heavily involved in like them making it so like, i think that helped a lot yeah, that remake yeah. was great. Number two was hot garbage. I don't know if this counts, Dave, but uh, would um, it, it technically is, but it isn't. Um, Quarantine is a remake of a Spanish horror film. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. is. I, I love that movie. Same thing with I, I, with the, the Spanish version or the remake? I love the Spanish yeah. version more, but I like, I, I, I like Quarantine. I, I actually like both versions. Because I actually watched the American version in theaters with a group, a very gr- a rowdy group, right? Uh-huh. And then I saw the Spanish film, the Spanish version, and it is like quarantine is almost a shot for shot of the Spanish film, yeah, but a little end. bit, yeah, until the end. Um, but I actually like the Spanish version better. Okay. I really do. Yeah. What about the ring, or ring over Ringu? Over. What's the Japanese version? Uh, June on or something like that? June on, yeah. Um, I, I like the American version just because the Japanese version had a lot of boring parts. Okay. They had they were um more suspenseful, but they had a lot more boring parts. G, we know what G's gonna say. So, shut up. So I I, I, I do prefer the Grudge to the Ring. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's a point. Wait, wait, are you serious? 
I do. Oh my god, you suck. That's so a, here's that's the problem. A hard one. Here's the problem. The problem. The problem with the ring is that I like it, but like I don't think it's like good on repeat viewings. It's not as it's near not nearly as effective like the more you watch it. I still can watch the grudge and be freaked out by certain scenes in the grudge. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I, I mean, like, if I had to choose... the, the, the sheets when the, the things like the girls underneath the sheets with the girl in the, in the apartment building and like I don't know. There's like a bunch of scenes in the grudge that like still like mess with me. Like it, it definitely had like certain tricks that mess with your mind. Whereas once you've seen something like the ring, like certain like things that shocked you, it's like the the, infam- the famous TV thing. It's like okay, seen that, been there, scary movie, already made fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. What about? I mean, for me, uh, let me in. I love let me. Let in. me in was good. Yeah. yeah. I love oh yeah. I, I, just as much. I think the original doesn't, doesn't get nearly as much love as it should get. Yeah. So good. The remake is actually really good. It's yeah, so good. I I attest to that because it's like you know we could tell where it's obviously I think also a cultural thing like whereas the original yes it's Sweden and it kind of did its own thing whereas the American one really kind of took a lot from the American culture and what a lot has been going on there. And it uh, and it gave homage to original so it did i think it did a, per, a perfect job of setting it up um and that was that was one of chloe that was chloe's first horror film after she did kick ass right yeah that was yeah. her first big role that was like her first big thing after her her big explosion with kick ass yes so that's that's one that i really enjoy and i guess we can say it i mean it is it is phenomenal unique, i guess yeah and it kind of goes back into the whole thing of like look they did the original with the tv miniseries and I guess this was because King was really becoming very, pro- like, all his works were becoming very much a thing with TV miniseries. So, like, oh, let's do it. And obviously, you can't do a lot of stuff in the books that you can do on a TV series, which I guess goes to the point of, like, yeah, they can do things now that they couldn't do back then because of that. Since it's a feature film, they have the R rating, and they can, there, it's much more acceptable to go down the route of certain things with the book not everything that went on in the book but that's where i think it excels when it became a remake they realized here are certain things we can do now that they couldn't do back then and we can kind of get away with but we're gonna thread the needle as to how far we can go away with certain stuff and i think most importantly with it it did not rush its story yes can you imagine if that movie was part one and two told in about two and a half hours it'd be a giant clusterfuck yeah it'd be bad yeah so the fact that it took its time and we're gonna we're gonna get two. What really worries me is because it made so much money, and I don't want to. I, I hope I don't speak this into existence, but can you think, do you think they might turn this last part into two movies? I I can't say so either, but I do have a concern with this next one actually. The fact mm. is, what's your concern? The fact is. Why were we so invested with the kids and whatnot? Or why is it that we felt like so kind of like tense when we saw the kids in the movie? The fact is, it, it, you can call me or correct me in that. Wouldn't you say that by by our own perception that when it comes to children, they're regarded as somewhat defenseless on their own? So it kind of is something when they're able to kind of solve things or handle things on their own. Whereas when we go into the adult story, it's like, okay, can't these guys, I know they're kind of doing their own thing and probably going to be traumatized. Aren't they at a better state where they could try to defend themselves from something like this or be more aware of it? So I think that kind of takes attention away when it's like, well, when we look at like the protagonists in horror films, you know, for a majority of it, they're defenseless. They don't know what they're doing. They're scared. They're, 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 they're freaking out where, you know, and that kind of coincides with the whole thing of the kids. It's like their kids, what, what they have to grow up or they have to really know this stuff real fast. Otherwise they're going to let their fear overcome them. Whereas when it's adults, I think that kind of takes attention away in my opinion. And that's why I'm like, well, if they can find a way to do it as the adults with the adult storyline, 
I'll be happy. But I really am kind of like I just hope they can find a way because I that that's just my thing. But yeah, that's well, a good point. That's a solid. Point. My my fear is that well I don't know if it's a fear because it actually might work if they do a good job of it. But I think they might like make up a third part. Yeah, that's what I was saying. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not talking about like split number part two and the two. I'm talking about like when they're adults, they still don't kill it. They gotta come back like I don't a, think they would do that. As, think Morgan Freeman's gonna play like the black dude, like that. Kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, has Morgan Freeman done a horror movie? It'll be his first. Uh, <laughs> unless, I don't think so. We have to kill it. it. He did yeah. Las Vegas or that's a horror movie. I <laughs> think for you. No, oh, he was in Dreamcatcher. Fuck. Oh, dude. oh, oh, that movie. Nine, God. 90 hours long. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah, I mean. I, I don't think they should split part two into two parts, though. Oh, I don't think so either. God, I oh. hope not. But It won't make but any sense. I, but, but what could they really do? If, if, we can, if anyone can really recall the storyline, what could they really do that can technically split into two parts if we remember, like, the original miniseries or even the book? It's like, okay, they're all called back. They all kind of get you know get reacquainted with pennywise but him trying to make him fearful again like i guess the thing that they might make it extend is the fact that they said they were going to sign the younger cast back to do more flashback stuff maybe that's what could probably be a thing of that but it's like okay they come back and then we obviously know some things are going to happen to certain characters and then it's it's going to try to stop them and then they go to confront it it's like could they really do anything else to really stretch this thing I, out to separate to like so. another film but I do like the fact, I think going back to your point, Ben, uh, if they bring back the kids for flashbacks, it might counter the issues that you may have with the adults. Like, come on, man, you're smart enough to take care of this yourself, you know? I think I, uh, you, still have the, you still have the innocence of these kids on screen that can kind of take away from the, man, you could do this your, yourself. Even though, if it's a, even though it's a flashback, you kind of balance it out in a way. Okay, now I, I honestly think that now it's like, okay, maybe that's kind of the route they're going with, so... I was. I just thought when they said that, it's like, oh, it's just because you know people want to probably see the kids because they like the kids from the movie. That's why they they bring them back. But I, I see your point. I mean, we'll see if it goes through. I know they start shooting in pre-production starts in January. Gee, is that right? I, I think yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, we shall see what happens. But what is your favorite horror remake? Because I know we're we're gonna take care of uh, on our end. We're we're, we're starting next month. We're gonna count down all of these movies. But Ben J. Brown, what's your favorite horror remake? Ah, see, that's the thing. Oh, God. I'm trying to think because even when it comes to, like, horror films, I'm like, oh, what? I don't know because I I generally don't like that many of the the, the horror remakes out there. If I had to choose one that I find the most tolerable, um, I mean, I would say, you know, selfishly, like, technically, it would be my favorite remake. But if I had to choose something for it... Uh, do you have one? Because I got, I got, I got to think about it. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. Well. Um. <laughs> it, it, I mean. Excuse me. Um, well, I think you had something, didn't you? Um. I. It would probably be like. I mean, I should say scream, but no, it's not. Um. <laughs> it would. It would probably. It probably would have to be quarantine. It has to be okay. because there's there's really it's like it's so like even the American version. Yeah, as much as it's like does all the tropes in it. It's enjoyable, you know, and like to, for average Joe or average watcher, they didn't know it was a remake until the uh, until the end, until the end where it's at based on, you know, rack, you know, us, you know, the film. Yeah. All right. I mean, 
You really gotta watch Rackman. I'll, I'll check it out. And yeah, you, 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 wait, wait. I, I, I'll I'll too. Quarantine is really like almost shot for shot the same thing except for the ending. The ending, yeah. Dave, watch the first one. I think watch the second one because it coincides with the first one. Yeah. Do not watch the third one. Or the fourth one. There's four or the fourth one. Yeah. There's four yes. One. Do not watch the first two. Watch the first two if you want to. The third one, I'm not a big fan of. The fourth one, eh. Wait, which one? Which, the third one's the wedding. The fourth one's the boat. That's right. It? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was the wedding. You could watch. I think the wedding's watchable. The, the, not, the, I, I I wasn't a big fan of the wedding because then they it had good, they it had good the, moments. I yeah, they teased us. They were like, "Oh, it's just gonna be like one and two. and then 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 they do the 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 switcheroo on us. Yeah, they're like, "No, it's like moments, shot. but the, the boat was like, "No, right. oh no, absolutely not." Yeah, just the first two days. And and it, I guess it, just to interject with the wreck thing, could you say that when it comes to like the found footage aspect that they go with that one, it's handled much more fluidly than as the erratic times that they're using with it in current films? Like they're saying, "Oh my god, we gotta shake it to give that suspense." Whereas in wreck. It's a bit more smoother in that sense. Or oh wait wait, 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 I gotta cut you off. Quarantine's a found footage movie. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I'm not watching and that. Re- it's good, though, I man. Mean, I fucking it's hate found footage. It's one of the good films. ones. It's one of the good really, ones. It's really one of the better. Dave, ones. Dave, it's good. one of the good ones. Please. It's, it's really good. Is it better than the Gallows? Way better than the Gallows. was terrible. The Gallows Christ. It's not like that. That, oh, that was one of the man. worst movies I've ever seen in my life, The Gallows. Yeah, I okay, agree. It's up there with the devil inside. Oh, which one? Which the one? Oh my god, I remember well, that one. Well, which one? The, 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 the Charlie, the Hangman's Noose, that thing. The Gallows. Was yeah, so like, bad. That which, shit was terrible. Which, which movie was it? The ga- Remember, they, they did that play and they came Oh, out. The Gallows. Oh, oh, we did a review on it. I was bummed because, like, the buildup for The Gallows, right? And it was great. Yeah, it was, it was really great. good. It was, re- and then we got to the theater. You should have saw my face. I was like, this. towards the end, I'm like, happy face and slowly like angry face. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what's funny? We we didn't even talk about this. What horror movie hasn't been remade yet that has actually surprised you that it hasn't been remade yet? For me, uh, I've For I've me, said this before. Uh, I'm really surprised they haven't touched the Lost Boys. Oh yes, yes, you've mentioned that before. For me, it's the yeah, I'm like I'm real because that seemed like it's like ripe for like a remake, and like they haven't. The CW has tried has been trying to do a TV <laughs> version, and it keeps falling apart. Probably because it should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm so really surprised they haven't done that. I'm I'm surprised that they haven't done Thirteen Ghosts or Ghost Ship. Yeah, I'm surprised. I know I'm throwing it out of the park, but like you would ghosts. think like. They would do it. Is that the movie with Matthew Lillard? Yes. That's basically The Glass House, those 13 Spirits. That's that one. Ghost Ship is... is, um, Well, speaking of movies from that time, you know what remake I do love? I love House on Haunted Hill. I know it's not perfect. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I I like that. I really do. You go, G. G, you just really... I think you... You can't talk shit about Halloween anymore. I'd probably say... uh, Wait, what are you talking about? No, House on Haunted Hill is perfectly okay. Halloween is hot garbage. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'd probably say I'm surprised they haven't done Rosemary's Baby. That's a good. They one. did on TV. They did on TV with uh, Zoe Zaldana. They did. How was it? Yeah. What? I don't. I never heard about this at all. It, it, it didn't do well at all, but it was on TV. Uh, 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 could I say? Um, couldn't we say that that film, Rosemary's Baby, was an inspiration or somewhat linked to um, some other film released recently? Nope. Uh, no, one bit. Was it? Was it? Was it the? What was it? Mother, right? Yeah, like, no, not like, one bit, not one bit. 
Okay, well, I don't know. I could have sworn I read that he said despite everything that, you know, that culminated inside him that wanted to make the movie, he also said that he looked at Rosemary's Baby for some inspiration. There's, I guess, one little thing, I guess, that has, you know, correlation with Rosemary's Baby, but uh, no, it really it really doesn't. And the poster. If you see the poster, it's the exact same poster. For Rosemary's Baby and Mother, it's the exact same one. That's odd. I'm actually not a big fan of Rosemary's Baby. It was okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's a slow burn, for sure. It is. It's a really like slow it. burn. And, like, she has the uh, baby, and she's like, this is Satan Spawn, and then at the end, she's like, okay, I guess. Oh, there's another one. Hellraiser. How have they not done Hellraiser? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, actually well, surprised they haven't remade that either. Yeah. Been, I could have sworn they were trying. That's, a, that's amazing. Years. Yeah. They've been trying to, yeah. How many Hellraisers are there? 56, I don't know. Man, the original Hellraiser is so good. That's about it, man. Uh, no, it doesn't get. I mean, beyond that, they they, they are pretty bad. But like the first one's good. <laughs> Even though one recently came out, I think it comes out. Oh no, it comes out next month. I'm surprised they ever made Child's Play. Yeah, yeah they, they, they kind of did. Like in a sense, they they just kind of like went another route with for like the whole like um, Bride of Chucky and all that when they like redid his look. Yeah, but they're back to. Yeah, they do the original. Another one would be Candyman. I'm surprised they haven't really done that. Candyman fucking sucks. I, I, we've gone through this, man. They're not, they're not, not going to Candyman was a weird movie, but like I, I mentioned this before, if they do Candyman, it's got to be a uh, dude from Moonlight. Hannibal? No. Ty Pfeiffer. Yeah, Ty Pfeiffer. What role did he play in Moonlight? Oh, I'm like, I'm just throwing out names. Sorry. No, to play Candyman. When they're older, the younger in Moonlight, the older one, right? Yeah. yeah. No, not no. I'm talking about the guy. He won the award. Oh, Mike, Michael B. Jordan. Somebody help me here. He won the award. Ali. Ali. No, 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 no. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan wasn't even in Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just throwing out black names. Sorry. Just throwing out black. <laughs> so yeah, Mahershala racist. Ali should play Candyman if they remake it. Man, I, well, I I look at it like this with the remake, with the especially the horror remake. Jay, Jay Fry, I think you were. I cut you. We cut you off when you were going to say something. But um, yeah, yeah go ahead. If they remade Halloween, they're going to remake every horror movie. That's the way I feel. Oh no! Well, they're not going to touch Child's Play or Chucky, however you want to say it, until what's his name passes passes. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, they're not going to touch it until he's gone because I think I'm not too sure. I think he has say now mm. on like not like like where it goes and stuff like on his character since he owns the, you know, like, he's made the character what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those. He it's has say? Like, I mean, they like he, he has some, I right think, right I don't know. Or it, like, contractual. Like, stuff. some, like, okay, he should, like, Chucky should do this instead of, you know. So he has say when Chucky killed Redman? Chucky killed Redman? <laughs> no, Chucky. that was Tiffany. Tiffany killed Redman. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you got, all right, I, I, this is not a remake, but I gotta ask you guys. Do you uh-huh. fuck with the Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky? Yeah, I like them. They're entertaining. I like I, I like Bride of, like Chucky. of Chucky. I don't like Seed of Chucky. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I like, Chucky was I like weird. Bride. I don't like Seed. I don't like the Seed of Chucky. After what was the last one? Um, Curse of Chucky. The, the, I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't like yeah, the best, I like but it like it was an, you know okay. I could sit and watch it and be entertained. The I, new one coming out. Um, I'm excited for. In a way, the cult of Chucky. I want to see that. Yeah, it looks, yeah. Well, my thing it. about the Chucky movies now, like especially now that they're going back to the old look, yeah. like why there's too much CGI. Like in my opinion, oh, did you see Curse? I did see Curse. I felt like there was still too much CGI, especially towards the end. In my opinion, I, I'm 
watch that again. I have to see if there is CGI. Yeah, yes. especially like when he's running and like his facial expressions, like it wasn't like the original, like you know, it was ah, mechanical. Yeah. But like especially when he's running, like he literally looks out of place and in that movie. Up on Cult of Chucky, right now it's at a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, are you serious? Yeah. You know they're releasing it to Netflix too, so you don't really have to buy it. Oh, good. I was actually gonna <laughs> nice. buy it. So, oh no, I I have to I have to have a physical copy of. No, I, I have to have it too because I have all of them. Yeah, you see, I don't know if you guys saw this on Amazon. They're actually releasing. The whole box set in a Chucky doll, like all five yeah. of them. Yeah, nice. I I saw that. I was yeah, I was gonna uh, go on the. I was gonna look it up on Blu-ray.com yeah. and. So I mean, that oh, is... here's another one they haven't remade. I mean, I mean, there's been a TV, there's a TV show, but like they didn't remake The Exorcist. Dude, I said that like five times already in this conversation. <laughs> okay, I got I got something. I got something. Um, what would you think in the sense of like, okay, since it was popular. Would you think they try to be ballsy or stupid enough to do something like The Shining to remake? Yeah, uh, that's all right. Uh, First of all, how do we, how do we remake anything? He would be okay with it if they followed his book exactly because he doesn't like the original. Yeah, I know. He he even made the miniseries where he wrote the thing personally, where it's like, oh, instead of the act, it's a croquet mallet, and the guy, the father dies in like the explosion of the hotel, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I only remember certain bits and pieces, but it's like, all right. You would think like because oh it is popular and even though we had the the hiccup with uh, the Dark Tower could we re- kind of go forward with like the Stephen King stuff with that or with something like uh, Misery to piggyback on the Stephen King stuff I know the director of it really wants to tackle Pet Cemetery I just heard that I just heard and that. I and I would be okay with that I'm, a, I'm on board for that I think a Pet Cemetery remake would be really good if they do it right yeah they would. Okay. and it's good I enjoyed Pet Cemetery the first oh the it first is good. One. Aren't there like eighty-seven of them? The <laughs> All right, I just got one more I want to say, just because I yeah. just want to see what you guys would say, because it's another one about a remake that I think they were trying to make, but they haven't done it, or if they should. Uh, Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock's The Birds. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Have you heard of a word called Birdemic? <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch that movie. It's one of my favorites. Do not touch it. Yeah, no. They, they, I don't think they should touch it. I don't think that'll work, like, think that'll work now. Like Hitch- yeah. like- they sh- Hitchcock movie should not be touched. That and Even I- though David I- yeah. David Fincher is doing a remake of an Alfred Hitchcock film. Which one? Uh, Strangers on a Train. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's David Fincher. So. I man. He's going to darken Fine. the shit out of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the birds are working today. No, nah, Adventure is not made a bad movie except for Alien Three, but it's not his fault. You know why it won't work? Because every, everyone here has seen the birds, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the end of the birds is one of my favorite Hitchcock endings because they pretty much like that scene when they're walking at the house and all the birds are surrounding them. It, casual moviegoers would be like, "Oh, that's stupid! They just fucking stopped killing them." When in reality, it's just showing that the birds are the ones that are in control. At any moment, they could. Boom, snap their fingers or snap their beaks or whatever the fuck and start killing people again. Yep. Casual moviegoers wouldn't get that ending. And My problem with a, a Birds remake is that they would probably try to explain why the birds are doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, oh, it's chemicals and stuff. Have you seen yeah, another remake like, called... Like, long, like, 20-minute, like, this is what's going on. Like, uh. <laughs> have, you got, have you guys seen another movie called Piranhas 3D? That's, that's where they'll go with it. It'll Which one? Piranhas. Piranhas. <laughs> I actually uh, like the remake of Piranha. Yeah, but the, imagine birds going in that oh, direction. You know who was in Piranha? Vanessa. 
Gossip Girl. Just she was. Stop. <laughs> she was hit. Okay, she was can, we, can I go for the one, two, three strike for the Gossip Girl connection? Because right, you guys get. Third, I think that was my third one. I think. <laughs> oh please! So, oh wait, wait, wait! wait. I'll, 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 I'll do. I'll do. I'll do you one. Uh, the roommate or that one with Leighton Meester. There's another oh, remake. The roommate, the roommate. Oh, the remake. Yeah. Oh. Wasn't that? Wait, that was a remake, Ben. Or I believe it was. Oh, that was a solid, uh, for me, it was a solid it's a, movie. It's a, it's a loose remake of Single White Female. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Minka Kelly's also in that, too. Fuck Minka Kelly. Oh, <laughs> she's hot, though. <laughs> Man, I think... I, Can we I, give credit where credit is due? I have a feeling our special guests don't like Gossip Girl. No, I, I okay. I just say this. This is just because you know you because I actually heard some of your Gossip Girl stuff, and I started. I watched it up until I guess the uh, second year they were in college, and it's like okay. By that time, I forget what I decided to watch afterwards, but I'm like okay. Oh, this, this, and that. All this, all that. So, okay. Uh, Blake Lively, Clayton Meester. All I'm gonna say because that's what you guys have been saying, but. I just find a lot of the drama afterwards, like, it's kind of getting dull on me. It's getting, like, a little bit too soap opera for me at, oh, after that. It's I, I guess campy. It gets campy as hell, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, see how, so, how, how, soap how, how soap opera does it get? It, get? it gets pretty bad. Like, by season four, Serene, there's a her old teacher's in jail, and her mother put her put him in jail because she wanted Serena to come back to New York. And then Serena, well, that, get, that seems like up my alley. I, I watch one. He gets out of jail, and then he starts hooking up with Serena. But Serena fucks everybody, so it's okay. So it's like, yeah, okay. that that seems up my alley. Yeah, because yeah, I watch one. That's, yeah, so, <laughs> which which one do I watch, Dave? Please say. Wait, what do you watch? It's called WWE. Oh no! no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best soap operas in history. Soap opera every week. That's one of the like, best soap operas. <laughs> no, WWE. D- G. I watch wrestling, but I'm not saying right now wrestling is good. Wrestling is awful right I now. Haven't, I haven't watched in like um, two months. I just watch. I've been watching it for twenty something years. So. I've been trying to go back, and I'm like, I'm like looking at it, like I can't, and I want to, but I'm like, ah. Oh. Nah, man. Can, it's, I, it's, can, I, can I can I call it hot garbage? No, it's not. Well, it is hot garbage. It is hot garbage right now. I don't care. I don't know what Dave would think. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to trigger people. Roman Reigns. No, I like Roman Reigns. I I never disliked him. I don't think think Roman Reigns gets... I think it became cool to dislike him. Yep. That's why people dislike Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns has great matches. Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean... He can't talk, but... It became a cliche to just like... Yeah, it's like the Cena thing. It's a cliche to hate John Cena, but it is what it is. First of all, shout out to John Cena for that great tweet when the iPhone came out. Yeah. He said, how am I supposed to unlock it with my face? She's like, oh, fuck, here we go again. He's like, can we talk about Vanessa? <laughs> or revenge, whatever. I don't care. But uh, uh, I just wanted to just interject one more thing with Gossip yeah. Girl. Did you know they were originally supposed to try to do a film of the books with Lindsay Lohan before they said? I did. How I awful would that happen? That would have been awful. <laughs> no, what? Yep, I remembered someone told me that like when the show was going, I was like, oh, did you know these books? Lindsay Lohan wanted to get attached, but they didn't want to do it or something, and then they did, had to go to TV. Did that article question, Ben? Did they did that article say who was supposed who she was supposed to play? I think it was supposed to be Serena, out of all people. How would that have gone? Nothing. I, ha- I would have hated her the a same Lily way. and Rufus spinoff too. Like mm-hmm. when the show was popular, they're going to do them when they were young. Valley Girls, I think, or something. They still have a chance. They still have a chance to do that. That could still I work. I hope they know it wouldn't. I, think I don't it think it work. I think Gossip Girl is we we got a lot of tra- <laughs> we got a lot of traction on the website for our stuff from fans of the original Gossip Girl. I don't think it'd be very hard for uh, new fans to take interest into a prequel show. That's what I think. I mean, there's worse things on television right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like Hawaii like Five-0. That's still going on? Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, it is. Because it's on fucking it, CBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah that wait, wait, wait. that we, show was bad have, from episode two, bro. We have, we have NCIS, NCIS New Orleans, NCIS LA. Man, what? I, I've, I've lost count. You know what? I'm not going to dog on shows that have like spinoffs like that because I love me some Chicago PD. (laughs) Oh, I love the Chicago unit. And that means I have to watch Chicago Fire. The whole city of Chicago got a whole show, man. Ain't that that shit? That's that shit's not on a. CBS, Chicago Fire, whatever the fuck. I think it's on different networks. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, I will say the only reason I watch Chicago PD because I'm going to tie this back into our horror remake discussion. The only reason I used to watch it because Sophia Bush was on it. And Sophia Bush was in The Hitcher, which is also a remake, if you guys want to talk about that. <laughs> Hitcher? I don't know. I don't Sean, know that Bean. Sean Bean, where it's like, uh, yeah, he kind of has to die in that movie. Yeah, pretty much. I've never seen that. Is it any You've good? you never seen The Hitcher? No. Okay, well, remake's not good. The original's great, but the remake's pretty awful. Is that the one with Paul Walker? No. Oh, man, that's Joyride. Oh, yes, 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 yes. What's that movie where um the babysitter, right. the, 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 the is babysitting and then she gets a call? When, when a Stranger Calls. There you when go. Stranger Calls. That was a good remake. No, was it? Oh, no, no, no. Was I think it, it was. I think it was. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. What's it so called? Like, one, one call away. So one call away. That's the the, the, the ghost in the phone. Or something. I, the open scene from a stranger call. I know. I know it's not a remake, but one of my favorites from last year, I believe, was um, was the one where the kids go in the um, go breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah, but that was an original, actually. Yeah, I yeah. know it was an original, but that was my was favorite great. from last year. I was like, but I, I he Ben saw it first, and then he was like, wait until blah 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 without giving it away. And I said, what did you make me go see? I was like, I was like, I was walking out. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna see a horror movie until next year. Thank you very much for that, my and mind fuck. But uh, to just cut back into that, the director, he made that in response to people, while they enjoyed the Evil Dead remake, they were kind of like, but it did this, it was just gore, there wasn't right. scare, so yeah. that was the response. So there Actually, was, I actually like the Evil Dead, Dead remake. Yeah, I, I, I really love, enjoyed it. Yeah, I love that remake, too. And uh, question... I'm, I'm looking at the remakes right now, and like I just found, I just realized that uh, The Haunting, I forgot how bad that was. Uh, uh, I, find it, I, I find it enjoyable for the ridiculousness of it all. <laughs> Are we talking it's about so the Haunting of Connecticut? No, just no, Jose. No, the Haunting. No, 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 no. I, was, I enjoyed the Haunting of Connecticut. That was a good movie. Well, uh, the Haunted, the Haunt, the Haunting, which is a remake of the House on the Haunted Hill by Robert Weiss, I think. Yes. How do we talk about horror remakes and we don't mention the Wicker Man? Because nobody <laughs> <gets to watch laughs> the Wicker Man. Not the bears. Not the bears. Oh my god. Okay. Could 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 it? He has an Oscar, guys. <laughs> um, anybody can play a drunk convincingly if they're drunk off their ass. That's how we did it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why he has his Oscar. <laughs> well, I think they figured. Well, I guess they were like, well, he, he's kind of doing a drunk thing. I think everybody in the academy technically know what they're like when they're drunk. It's Hollywood, so it's like, well, we know what a drunk's like. There we go. Give him the Oscar. There you go. You know, I was supposed to be playing Superman. Okay, yeah, yeah, great. Thank uh, you but, very much. For but that. going back to the Wicker Man, it's like. Do you think that maybe it was just like, okay, uh, Nick Cage, you need another film? Uh, I think I want to do Wicker Man. Oh, hey, eventually, I want to do a remake of, of the, 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 print that, uh, the, the Fantasia Apprentice thing with the Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> I, w- I will say this. I'm looking up a list, too, real quick. Me and too. there is a remake to Last House on the Left entitled Oh, Ch- it's good, though. No, 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 no. no I thought not, well, it's what? entitled Chaos. Never heard of it. What? What? I got to check that out. I never heard of it. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you guys. Um, 
G, check your phone. J, right, check your your uh, messenger real quick. It's, I want to see what you guys think of this. I've never ever heard of this movie. David, have you oh, seen? Uh, I spit in your grave yet? No, I still oh, haven't seen. Oh, oh, wait, there's no, there's I have not. You haven't seen spit in your grave? No, I haven't seen this one. Uh, the poster, I, I haven't seen it either. But I have seen the original and the remake. I spit on your grave. I do not know how I feel about that movie. I spit in your grave remake. It reminds me of Last House on the Left. Though. It's no, like, it really like hard to watch. It is, <laughs> oh, but I. I, I, the revenge factor of it was incredible. I love. No, it. I, I'll, I'll agree to that. Like, it's like you know what? When she does get her revenge, I, I, I say, you know what? This is the one time when the exploitative violence is yeah. in fact pleasing because they get it. They get the comeuppance badly. They get it. Well, that's badly, why I like yeah. last, house on the, last house on the left too, because it's like you know, they end up getting what they deserve, and it's like justifying. Like, it's you feel good watching it because you're like, and, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're basically the but, same uh, movie. It just wasn't a house ones in the woods. But um, how, 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 just to go back to that real quick, um, were you kind of surprised that later on this guy would be in Breaking Bad? It's like, oh wait, he was in that movie, Eric Paul? Huh? Yeah. So Eric. all my friends who love Breaking Bad, uh, I've never watched it sadly. Guys. Um, okay. they're like, like, what was he in? I was like, I, I was, I, I saw some promotional stuff for it. I was like, oh, that guy's in Last House on the Left, and they're like, what? I was like, yeah, he's in a horror remake, and they're like, what? Why? And then they finally watched it. They're like, oh, that was well, a solid movie, man. You, uh, you need to fucking watch. Breaking Bad, man. Please do. Dude, watch saw, Breaking Bad, Bad and then watch Bra- the spinoff. Please. You're missing out. Yeah, Breaking Bad is... I, I, I hear that I am. I, I got a lot of stuff. I have, a lot, I have to watch a lot of TV for work, man. All right. We, <laughs> we, we, we can't end this episode without mentioning the greatest remake ever made, though. What? Wait. Prom Night. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here it is. No, no. Wait, 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 wait. I got to say. I got to say. The remake of Prom Night. Hmm. Britney Snow. She was in the Valley Girl spinoff for Gossip Girl. There, oh yeah, she there was. you go. We got to get another Gossip Girl. No, no, yeah. but that's the official three because I did look that's up the, the late Easter thing. The roommate wasn't original, so there's your three. One, two, three strikes. You got your Gossip Girls in there. All right, awesome. So, uh, I, I gotta, well, to be fair, they couldn't really do a straight remake of Prom Night because it basically be I know what you did last summer. Kind of, yeah, kind of. It would. I mean, I mean, the original Prom Night is basically I, like and I the know remake you did. too. The remake was kind of like I know what you did last summer. <laughs> I could see that being the next one they do. They're like, trying to. They're like, uh, what the I know I you can Yeah, I could see that. And actually, I would if they do it right. I I would be hoping that they would like do it good and justice. Yeah, yeah. it's like one of those like I, I, I want it to be good. I think it's fun. But like as a as a horror fan, I want every horror movie to be good and not cliched. Bullshit. I mean, it's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of hard to not make. I know what you did last summer, not cliche. Yeah, but right. Yeah. In terms of horror, well, I mean, that's why it's good though. I think because like I know you did last summer is like inherently, it it reminds me of like a throwback to like eighty slasher movies, pretty much. Yeah. So it's kind of that's ingrained in it, so it's gonna be cheesy and stuff automatically. There's no way, no way around that. There's a guy on an axe hunting down teenagers. My girl, my girl, in it, right? Yeah, God, but, God, shout out my girl Buffy. Like the horror genre, you say you don't want the cliche original. I mean, unoriginal shit. But I mean, we have had great indies over the last few years. Amazing. It has been I a mean, resurgence of indies in horror. Yeah, but no one sees them, man. I see them. The Babadook. <laughs> have you guys seen It Follows in the Babadook? Yes. Not even that. Those are like the mainstream independents. Like, they, yeah. There's like a whole bunch of like underground stuff that people Wait, really have to watch what, what's the, is it called the gift which is the one where the, the guy follows 
Yeah, yeah. I, I have yet to see that. I okay, see what about this? Uh, I, so I, I got some tying back to the Rotten Tomatoes thing. When it comes at night, or that one with Joel Edgerton that the critics love, but that everyone was thrown off with the marketing. I like. Yeah, you... so that happens a lot to horror movies. Like, I, I'm always worried when a horror movie has like a eighty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's going to be like, oh yeah, like critics loved it, and then like regular people are going to go see it and be like, this sucks. So that happened with The Witch. It happened with It Comes at Night as well. Like they didn't do well, even though they were good movies, they were just mismarketed. Yeah, uh, entirely. I do have one thing I want to just say. My final thing I would like to get a, to ask in general when it comes to horror. What should horror be uh, today? Because you figured some audiences, would they want the jump scares? Would they want like the heaviness of like the subtext of like, oh my God, their childhood fears and dramas or the, the imagery? In your opinion, what should be horror for today? For uh, me, I love development in the horror genre for their for these characters that's why i love it so much that's why i put it as an all-timer because outside of yeah pennywise is scary and whatever but you care about these kids because each one of them was individually developed to a point that you understood every single one of their faults or their imperfections and horror doesn't do that at all anymore and i think the fact that yeah we've had the conjuring we've had insidious but none of these main characters were really developed. Like, look at the kid in Insidious. Like, we, I love Insidious, but he was just, an, he was like the kid that they picked, you know, to, to be haunted or whatever, to be. And, oh, and he's like not, he's like knocked out the whole movie. Yeah, he's his... So like, there's nothing. <laughs> Easy paycheck. Yeah, you. We all know he's gonna get rescued, <clears throat> but do we really care? We don't. We're just like here for the movie. I think there needs to be more development of characters in horror films. Now, going back to it. I know people that didn't like it because what? because they said I know, I have a few friends that didn't like it either because they didn't think it was scary. Yep, because they're like it's not scary. Not, there wasn't enough jump. It's it. and this and this goes into what I was gonna say. What what I, what makes me love a horror movie? Suspenseful, uh, gets in your head like yeah, psycho- psychological. I like a psychological thriller. Uh, a horror. I'm not thriller. Horror movie. Where it gets in your head and you're like on your edge of your seat, right? And you're like wondering, you're thinking, your eyes are going like from left to right to left to right, and you're thinking about the movie and stuff. Yeah. That's what's to me. Don't don't get me wrong. I like some blood and gore, like old school corn seer blood. That's me. But I like psychological th- a horror movie. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, I think the the biggest thing that I said to those people that I argue with about it was like, alright, if you want jump scares, just watch the fucking Bye Bye Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just watch that garbage. Yeah. That's what you really want. But don't ruin a genre that all of us love because you want fucking garbage jump scares. I remember when I saw the Bye Bye Man, people were clapping at the end of the movie. <laughs> like, that is horrible. Like, legit clapping. And I'm like, I'm looking at Jen and I'm like, what the fuck are these people on? Jen was clapping too, right? Yeah, she was <laughs> Ovation. <laughs> you know what I kind of miss though. I mean, it's not going to be like anything like groundbreaking or anything. I do miss a good slasher movie though. We haven't had a good one in a while. I think like I can't. I'm trying to think of like the last really good one. Which one, Dave? Which one? Slasher film. We're getting Halloween next year, so. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to think of like the last good one I can remember. I mean, I, I mean, I actually like the My Bloody Valentine remake. I know some people don't, but I thought it was it's pretty. Fine. 
It's fine. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I fine. enjoyed it. It wasn't like, oh my god, but yeah, it, was it, fine. Was, it was enjoyable. It's kind of like what people should have been doing with a bye-bye man saying, oh yeah, it was fine. It was good. It wasn't like, oh my god. But. <laughs> yeah. And I actually kind of like Sorority Row, but like, I mean, it's a lot of people don't like that either, but I thought it was entertaining. The bye-bye bye man is my number two worst film of the year. Krampus. I like Krampus. I would consider a slasher film. Oh, nobody gets bloodied up. No, 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 no. They're picking. He's picking them off one by one by one. Okay, I'll give it that. And maybe the most horrifying thing is the the fat chick getting eaten by the the jukebox monster. And I I I I enjoy Krampus. And and I said we walked out of the theater. Me and Ben. Uh, me, uh, when we saw yeah, we saw this, Dave, actually. Yeah, we were talking to you, Dave. Um, and we walked out of Krampus, and I said to him, This is gonna be a house at Halloween Horror Nights. And sure enough, the year I went, it was there. A house at Halloween Horror Nights. There you go. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't like Krampus. Yeah, in my opinion, of what a, like I mentioned, this what a, a horror genre is going since it did so well. I think we are going to go in that direction. Uh, I mentioned that we're probably going to get more uh, movies re- revolving around children. Uh, but thinking more about it, I think it's more, like Dave said, like more character development. So I think we're going to get longer horror movies now. I think it's going to oh, become a trend. Be yeah. No, but good. I think it's going to start being a trend. Some <laughs> are going to be good, some are going to be bad, but it's going to be a trend. I mean, yeah. it fucked that trend where it didn't feel like it as long as it was, but like, God, a, a solid horror movie is like 90 minutes top. <laughs> But just to say, like, um, would you say, like, even though people want the jump scares, could a jump scare be effective in the sense of, like, okay, as he was saying with certain ones, like, it builds the tension, it builds the dread, the atmosphere is getting to you, and it's executed in a sense that it just blindsides you? Well, yeah. I know one. I know one movie. It wasn't the greatest. I'll even say it. Uh, Lights Out, right? Uh, it, oh, wait, wait. Lights Out was it, good. I no, no, no! It was. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think the reason I liked it was because it was. It was building, right? Yeah. It built, and okay, you had some jump scares and stuff, right? I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but there was some moments where, like, it was like dr- dragging a little bit. Where I was like, uh, "Come on, like, speed it up a, a little bit, not too much." Yeah. So. So I mean, I want to get. I want to thank you guys for coming on today, but I do want to mm-hmm. ask before you guys leave, since. Uh, we are covering at the end of next month our favorite horror films of all time. Do you have two outside, not just remakes, just in general of the horror? Do you have two favorites? Go ahead, you first. Uh, let's see. What could I say is a favorite? Uh, I gotta go cliche with one, which is obviously Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, that's the one I saw when I was like um, eight. Well, that and then the other one, I would say, like obviously going cliche. That one I saw when I was like eight or nine, and then one that really terrified me because let's face it, I kind of went through a church phase was The Exorcist. And <laughs> <laughs> that, that uh, terrified everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, me, it has to be Scream. Okay. Well, I, it, I just like has to be Scream because I was like that was one of my first ones I sat down and watched and I could watch and stuff like that. Uh, uh, and, and second one, I don't know. It's like a toss-up. It can go either way. I could say for my second one, could be you know any of the you know the Freddies or the Jasons or or you know it, it's it's very weird for me as a second. But like my all-time favorite is the first Scream. All right. The cool thing about Scream is that like every generation like has their like their horror film, and I think Scream is probably our generation's horror film where it's like 
you can rem- like you know it came out in the 90s everyone kind of remembers it like everyone it's like, it's like it's we have our like we have our like, nightmare on elm street or our halloween for our generation and i think that's what scream is for a lot of people yeah i think it is awesome. so i want to thank you guys for coming on today we definitely want to see if you guys want to come back next not next month in november to have a little dceu mcu debate when we get close to uh the release of Justice oh that is going to be good, and yeah. I would say yes. Is it going to be a fight? I feel like it's going to be a fight. Well, I'm, I'm pretty close. Well, okay, okay, let's 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 let's, let's kind of give them like the teaser now. Uh, who stands on where with DC and Marvel? Let's give them the teaser now. Marvel, 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 DC, <laughs> Marvel. Damn it! Damn, well, it's gonna be a gangbang. <laughs> Damn it! Well, okay, Wait, who, I'm, I'm DC. Is there one DC sense. person? Yep. Yeah, it Ben. But I'm DC in a sense overall DC. If we're talking about movies strictly, I would have to say Marvel. Oh well, well if no, you're, no, if you're... This, this is MCU versus DC. Okay. All right. Yeah, so it's all, yeah. all right. So you know what? Just just to make it just because if we're all Marvel, I'll be the devil's advocate and I'll say okay. If we have to, I'll do DC one yeah, just to be I devil's advocate. See you defend that. Here we go. <laughs> hey, let's say um, I I'm, I'm an aspiring writer. I'm pretty sure I can cope with some BS for just for entertainment purposes. <laughs> there you go. So if it comes to that, I will offer myself as devil's advocate for that situation. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Next Thanks. week we kick off our horror, horror two horror. months. We might stretch it out to two months. No, knowing us, we might. G G won't mind. No, nah, he won't. I, we can go all the way to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Review of Krampus. Well, next week we do. We have an anniversary coming up next week for twenty years of a certain movie G loves. No, it's in October, fool. <laughs> Next week is October Fool. October seventeenth. Okay, so we'll cover. We'll, we'll talk a <laughs> I know. I, it's ingrained in my. I, I know all things Sarah Except Michelle Geller. Geller. <laughs> Wait, what's the movie? Guys, I don't know if you knew this, J Fry Ben, but guys loves Sarah Michelle Geller. That was a hell of a pause right there. I do. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, I love. I know summer will be twenty years old, October seventeenth. Well, I love somebody from the Arrow universe. Who? Who's uh? Um, is it Felicity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've I've met her several times. She's really nice. What? <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Oh yeah, they don't know. So like, I'm kind of like adjacent to C- CW people because my friends are friends with them. Right. Got I you. went to a, I went to a Halloween party. And that's where I met her the first time. She's super cool. I met her and Candace Patton, who's like Iris on The Flash. Right. And like, yeah, they're all really cool, down to earth people. I think I figured that because I, I I have some of them on Instagram. I follow, and they seem like all the cast seems like they're just funny and like down to earth. Yeah, they're super normal, and they don't really want to talk about work, which is, I mean, not and not in a mean way, like not in, like Who I don't want to talk about. The show. But they're yeah. like they're very much like, hey, I'm at a party. I want to have a good time with my friends. Like they really don't want to be bombarded by like, oh, I'm such a fan of your show. <laughs> like you know, and I I get it. Jeez, you know, there's a time and place for it. No, that was before my time, man. <laughs> Slide her my card. But you know, I do have a friend that knows her, man. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Slide up in DMs, bro. Word. All right. So for this week's World Chronicles, I am David. It's Lewis. Guys. Plug your shit, guys. Okay. Well, uh, wait, wait. It was two people, wasn't it? You're missing your third guy. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I am Jay Fry from Movie Confessions. We are on iTunes. Uh, Movie Confessions. I am Ben, also from Movie Confessions. If anything, iTunes and SoundCloud. Yes. 
Awesome. Bye. Thanks. Thank you, <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> see, see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real. Thank you.